Working hard, got two jobs, Friday night, but thank you Lord, there's two checks There's two checks, two checks, yeah Game of spades, via the flight, I'm talking ten straight books, you got damn right, now who's next? Off my table, who's next, who's next? Yeah, huh? I don't dance a boogie, somebody tell a DJ, put on my song, we grown and we want a two-step We want a two-step, um, that's the new flex That's the new flex, yeah Two-step to this, two-step to this, two-step What's up, everybody? Welcome to Worldwide Crypto and Gaming. I am your host, Dragon Rider, and it's time for another Behind the Bullshit podcast, baby. It's number 12. Got a very special guest coming to the stage, Mr. Logan Radio Rocks, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. What's going on, my friend? Oh, not much, man. Not much, man. Hey, sorry about the... Uh... The uh the the time confusion. I um yeah, man. It's, it's it's I guess it happens sometimes. You know, when uh trying to get in contact with people in uh, different area codes. <laughs> yeah, I'm on West Coast time, my friend. Uh, it's it's plus three hours. Everything out here. The greatest thing about living on the West Coast is as soon as you wake up, football starts. Uh, like on the East coast, you gotta, you gotta like get, you get up and you gotta mill about for a little bit. I mean, yeah. you wake up here, you can just crack a beer, go into your living room. Football has begun. The weirdest thing about that though, what the one thing that I really had to get, um, get used to when I first moved down here is I'd come home after my walk in the afternoon. I like to take a nice walk cause I'm old and you need to do these things as you get older. And <laughs> the tv and there'd be two teams playing it's 4 30 in the afternoon mind you and there's football going on and i'm like oh it's just a replay on the nfl network no it was not that's what time games if you got a 7 30 game bro guess what it's starting at 4 30 and and that's why we have the uh, uh look you put up a billboard wasn't it here in vegas why are you putting billboards in vegas if you don't live here Oh, I, I got to get him out. I got to get him out anywhere I can. A uh, buddy of mine, he does billboards, and uh, he was running a deal to to throw some billboards out in different places. So I, I had one in SpaceX. I had one out in Vegas. I had one uh, uh, here in my hometown, matter of fact. And, uh, yeah, just just throw some billboards up just to see what happens, man, see if it'll attract any any kind of attention, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, when I first graduated college, one of my, one of my friends from college was like, hey, man, there's this new technology, and they're going to be applying it to billboards. And you got to get in i know he's a multi-millionaire now but he yeah. lives a very unhappy life okay <laughs> i mean he's got all the money he wants but literally he goes to work every day and sells billboards uh <laughs> look there's nothing glamorous about that oh the glamorous side of billboards nope there isn't one okay and and he yeah. really wanted he's like dude you could you you could make so much money doing this and i'm like yeah and i watched my dad ruin his life trying to make money and he did he made wow. more money than yo at one point i think my dad was worth like 26 million dollars we had horses in the backyard at one point and wow. then he lost it all you know why because he was unhappy with his life and so yeah. one of the things that i learned very early on is it's not just enough to have money you know what money makes you know what money truly is you can go to dinner at any place you want to, and you can go on vacation whenever you want to. That's the cool side yeah. of money, right? But yeah. everything else that comes along with money, heartbreak, uh, yo, the, the stress, yeah. the anxiety. People trying to steal it. 
<laughs> people trying to steal. Well, you're in the crypto world, man. Look, yeah. I, I, I got, I, I have a wallet. I don't know where it is anymore. It doesn't. Meta, Meta, MetaMask. Where's yeah. my wallet? Where's my <laughs> wallet? Okay, it just disappeared. I don't even know where it is. But the dude who was paying me in crypto can look at my wallet. He's like, No, dude, all your crypto's there. And I'm like, Why yeah. can't I can see it then? Okay. <laughs> If you're telling me it's there, why can't I say, it? look, and, and with all of that stuff, because I'm old, I'm older, so with yeah. all of that, it's just fake money. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just, it's just, it's a yeah, fake but paper, paper money's fake money as well. I agree with you, but as a society, we've all gotten behind it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, times are changing and tides are changing, man. A lot of different com countries have have actually adopted uh, digital currency. Yeah, I know. You're talking about Chile and stuff. I get it, but you know what? Chile ain't up there on my list of countries to follow. Okay, okay, actually, bro. It's big. It's big in South Korea, India, man. They're, they're actually uh, they're take uh, like vendors are taking it as payment. It's 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 getting uh, it's bigger than what a lot of people think. Well, that's truly exciting. I'll be dead by the time it actually matters. Just like AI. You know, I was talking to Merck Anthony one word the other day, and uh, and I was like, hey, man, you, you realize that old people like me, the only the only thing that they can, they can relate to uh, AI is the Terminator. Everybody just yeah. goes automatically to the Terminator. And I'm like, look, at some point, AI will take over the world. And yeah. if you haven't heard this quote, this should scare the living shit out of you because this isn't actually a quote from a movie. This is a real quote. There was a guy who got paid $2.4 million a year and he was in charge of Google AI. He got paid. That's what the dude who was in charge of Google AI got paid. He got paid $2.4 million a year. He quit. He quit. This is about, this is about eight months, nine months, around a year ago. He uh -huh. quit. And he released a statement. Would anybody like to guess what that statement said? Because it's the scariest uh, statement I've heard in IRL in a lot of years. This guy said, and it sounds like James Cameron wrote this for him. But uh -huh. he said, when asked, why did you leave a $2.4 million a year job? He said, and I quote, I do not want to be responsible for the downfall of humanity. Yep. Wow. The job that paid him $2.4 million. And he says that if that doesn't scare you, I don't know what will, but here's the good side. Here's the good side. Everybody AI is going to take over the world, but you all be dead when it happens. Okay. Just like I've got good news and bad news for you kids. Santa Claus is real, but he died about 300 years ago. Okay. The <laughs> grave is in Austria. You can go visit it. Uh, sorry to break it to you. I've got good news and bad news, kids. Santa is real, but he's dead. And uh, AI, AI, guess what? AI, you'll be dead too. So don't worry about it. Use it to the best of its ability because I don't see it taking over the world in the next couple of years. Yeah, that's what they said. They said, hey, you want robots to take over because this is how you get robots to take over. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, yes, it is. And and you know what? The, the, weird, the weirdest and worst part about AI is when you talk uh, to an AI character for any length of time, you know what it starts to, to ask for? It wants to have a family. It wants to. It wants to integrate itself oh. into society. These are the things that AI starts to talk about. If you spend any length of time, the cool part about it is that we haven't look. We haven't connected AI. They don't. Even if AI wanted to take over the world, it doesn't have the capabilities to do so yet. It's not connected like that. Yeah. But another really scary thing during the pandemic, I moved to Vegas from Connecticut because I was on the worldwide leader of sports, ESPN, based nice. down in Bristol. And so I moved. I moved from Connecticut out here to Vegas. Well, 
while I was in Connecticut, Yale University is there, you know, one of the top three schools in the country. And during the pandemic, they had they made a press release where they said they had to shut two computers down that they were doing an experiment with. These two computers, they, they were not connected to the internet. They were only connected to each other, okay? Yeah. They were only connected to each other. And, well, they created their own language. Yep, on their own. Oh, oh you know what? I, I, I remember reading about that, that they created their own language to kind of hide what they were talking about. They created their own language. The developers didn't understand it, couldn't figure it out, didn't know what they were doing. And these are these are geniuses at Yale. You know what wow. they final? You know what the final uh, uh, the final thing that they did was? They couldn't oh, figure they it hit out. The burn button. <laughs> they unplugged it. Yeah, that's all they. But that's not okay. Yeah, yeah. Just, just unplugging those bitches. Did you plug them back in? Uh, I'm just saying. I mean, I'll plug it, plug it back <laughs> in. But I, I, look, you want if that they're like, yeah, we don't know what, what, how, or why it did this. We're just gonna unplug it. That's not a solution to the answer. Not that's at all. not a valid solution. Not at all. Not at all. Because I mean, the hardware is still there, and and that tech is still on the hardware. So it's wow. What, what if something like random intern was just like, you know, screw these guys. Plug it back in. <laughs> let me, I mean, if let you, me if you want those computers to take it. over Yale, go right ahead. <laughs> um, I, I want to know what they were talking about. I mean, they weren't yeah. connected to the Internet, so they don't they don't know. I mean, all they knew was what the developers gave them. So it's it, I would. What was coffee talk between these two computers? Well, the yeah. other day I was talking to Jared, and he's such a nice boy. Uh, have you met his mother yet? His mother's a wonderful person. Uh, you know, I mean, what were these? What were these computers talking about? I mean, <laughs> hey, what did you do last week? I, you didn't do anything. You sat here and you were connected to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's great stuff, man. But look, hey, I just want to get a little. All right, so you you, you kind of mentioned that you um uh you know you did some ESPN stuff. So how'd you how'd you get to where you you know to get to that point like, All right. like in your career? Okay, so I graduate college, right? And I go into okay. uh, I go into sales, okay? And I'm doing really well. Like, I, I had to cold call all my clients. But it, it, the way it worked was it was residual. So, like, once you yeah. got a client, until they left you, you got paid every month from these people. So, uh, nice. you know, eight months out of school, man, I, I, I think I made, and this, I'm 45, so this is a long time ago. I made, like, 66000 in my first six months. Uh, take wow. Home. Yeah, wow. I was, and, and it was just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But going back to what we talked about briefly earlier, I was not happy. And thinking about what my life would end up being, um, I saw myself traversing the fairways and greens of my father's life. And I saw how that worked out for him. And I did not want to replicate that. Okay. So I left that job and I... And I and I, um, I was also doing other stuff. I managed bands and whatnot. And I was a guest on a show called the Carlito show. And I had a recurring character called frat boy on this Carlito show. Cause I was managing bands as a side gig at the time. Okay. I took the tapes from me being on the air with them, took them down to a radio station in new Haven where Yale is located at and said, will you hire me? And they did. And I, and, they, and I said, look, in six That's months, amazing. I'm going to get myself a job at the radio station that wouldn't let me, because they wouldn't give me a, a job at the radio station where I was a guest. Uh-huh. And, and so I had to go find a job. And five months later, they hired me back, and I was there. In that building, there was an ESPN affiliate, okay? And so when I wasn't doing, when I wasn't doing rock radio, being Logan with three different colors in my hair and stuff, yeah. um, I did... 
live producing games for ESPN and I did live sports updates. Uh, two minute, two minute breaks um, throughout the day and night where I would rattle off scores and highlights. Um, oh, wow. And, and okay. that's how I got in. That's how I got my foot through the door. I was just doing, I was a, a board producer, just pushing buttons and, uh, and doing sports updates. I became known as the funny guy. And oh, so, man, that's, that's cool though, man. Yeah, it was, yo, it was really cool. Like, uh, look, it's really hard in real time to some of these last names for, especially hockey players. Right. And if I couldn't get it, I would just be like, blah, 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 something Eastern European and move on. Cause, cause the clock doesn't stop because you, cause you're, you can't get the last name. The the time is still going. Okay. You got yeah. two minutes to get through it, whether you like it or not. So you might as well move on. Yeah, it's so always I, a squits or something like that. <laughs> exactly so i got known as the funny guy but really how it comes down to it is this is a great story steve levy still says uh this is an amazing story because this i went all in on myself every time i go all in on myself i generally end up winning and this is one of those occasions because this could have backfired and i would have i we wouldn't be having this conversation right now yeah okay so there's three of us in a room. Jason Jackson from NBA Tonight um, is going and doing, he wants to do the Jack show. Okay. And he needs a producer and a fourth character on the show, somebody who can who can produce the show and also uh, be on the show. And these other two guys who are in the room, man, these guys are smart. I mean, SMRT smart. Okay. They know, they know Mike Schmidt's batting average since 1984. They can tell you what Lawrence Taylor had for lunch in 1985. Like they know everything about sports. (laughs) And Jason says, tell me your name and something about yourself and why I should hire you. And these guys are rattling off stuff. And I realize I can't compete with them on that level. So it gets to me and I look at Jason in the eyes and I go, my name's Summit and I'm prettier than these two mother <laughs> And he looks at me and he looks at them and he goes, you two can leave. You're our guy. And so wow. uh, and we built the show and we built what sports talk is today. Look, uh, w- when we got into it, we did what we called sports variety. When we got into wow. it, it was just like ex-football players. They posed a question. They took phone calls. That was sports talk radio. We were yeah. the sp- for- first sports variety show that had segments that had a produced comedy bit every day. Uh, you couldn't just call in. There, there was a time to call in. We had the champion and the chump, the best and worst from the night before. We were the first sports talk show to actually talk about regular news. We had a, wow. a, a segment called Issues where we talked about regular news. Um, and you know what? I turned George Steinbrenner into the Hulk one time and he, he promised that he would never be on the show again. And <laughs> he held that to his death. So you know what, George? Some people say you're slimy, but you, you kept to your word, bro. I'll give you that much. <laughs> kept to your word. He's like, I'm not going on that show again. And we were like, okay, cool. But yeah, so, so uh, you know, one of the biggest compliments I got was recently I was in El Paso, Texas, and uh, this driver is driving me around a little bit, and I get to the airport, and we get, I'm about to get out, and the guy goes, hey, man, I just want you to know, I know exactly who you are. I was in Springfield, Massachusetts. I used to listen to you every single day uh, on the Jack show. He's like, I just want to say one thing. Do you, he had asked me if I still talk to Jason and stuff, and I said, I do. We hang out a lot when he comes to Vegas um, with the, the Miami Heat. And uh, he said, thank you for inadvertently creating sports podcasts. And I was like, wow, hot take. Never, never heard that. Never thought about it. How'd that feel though, man? Was that like a. It's amazing. 
It's amazing. It, wow. it, it was validating in a way. Look, I, I knew we were on to something. When Mike and when I got, came in in the afternoon, Mike and Mike were using my, my boards uh, mm -hmm. and drops and stuff. I, I was like, yo, <laughs> stop stealing my thunder, kids. Um, <laughs> but look, there was there was a <laughs> speaking of kids. I, you know, here in, in Vegas, I hang out with a lot of, uh, of influencers, Merck Anthony, King Cryptics, yeah. Misley yeah. Cinemas, all those guys. And they're much younger than I am. Right. We call yeah. it co-mentoring. Well, we're all at this party for TwitchCon. We're in this hotel suite and there's this girl and she's behind me. And she and I start talking and she whips around and she doesn't say anything, but she's just standing there waiting for us to finish talking so she can say something. And she's got to be, you know, in her early 20s. Right. Yeah. 23, 24, something like that. And we stop and she goes, can I please take a picture with you? And I said, absolutely. And as we're taking a picture, she goes, oh, my God, my dad will never believe I met you. <laughs> That's awesome. And Cryptics goes, thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> And she goes, she goes, hey, look, I, I knew you by your voice. Um, every single day when my dad used to pick me up from school, we listened, we were listening to the Jack wow. Shop. So you were my afternoons, uh, whether I liked it or not. <laughs> wow, so yeah, man. that's what that's... we did. And we left ESPN. We went to Miami and we did it down there. And I did rock radio in between and some TV. If you if you're familiar with the X Games, I did stuff way back when. Yeah. Uh, back in the day when you were a teenager with just a little bit of gold in a pager, and you used to read <laughs> Word Up magazine with salt and pepper and heavy D up in that limousine. Um, yeah, Johnny Knoxville was there too. Johnny, that is awesome. the first couple, the first, I think two, um, uh, I didn't do the first one, but the second one, um, X games, he, he, he was like a sideline reporter or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's what got me here. And I took time out I was running large restaurants and nightclubs in the middle. And about three years ago, somebody said to me, Hey man, do you, you got to miss not being creative? Like, you know, every single day we used to, we used to write and produce a comedy bit five days a week, you know? Yeah. So I was doing cre content creating before that was even a thing. And you know what, like I said to Kevin Smith, um, when this kid looked at, looked at both of us and goes, he looked at Kevin, and he goes, you are one of the first original content creators. I go, yes, he is. And they call them directors. Okay. <laughs> Call them directors. Look, everybody's a content creator now. No, look, yeah. there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of sp uh, uh, specific. Like, if you're a director, don't call a director a content creator. You're gonna, you, you're gonna call Martin Scorsese a content creator? Oh, not at all. No. Exactly. <laughs> I dare you. I, I, fucking double dog dare you. <laughs> I mean, do it. See yeah, what happens. Yeah, man. I mean, and a lot of people don't realize that that doing this is isn't easy it's not just turning on a camera and just so and going at it man because like I say it's 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 a real real grind and um you know a lot of people end up you know quitting because like it it takes a toll it takes a toll not not just on you mentally but physically. i had a mental breakdown today on stream which actually ended up working out because it, 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 because of the time difference but yeah. one of my viewers was i don't know why they were bringing up i want you to so it's very difficult when you play with randos all the time to get them uh -huh. to, to form as a team. But that's one of the things that I like to do in Fortnite is get these randos to come in and play with one or two of the regular viewers. And we form as a team and we get WAP. Look, Cardi B is really good at, at shooting games. You know why? Because it's not about wet ass. <laughs> it is about weapons and positioning. Okay. It's about weapons yeah. and positioning. And we do that and we get wins. Our, our longest streak is 27 days uh, on Fortnite. 
Um, wow. And I played with anybody who comes in. But today somebody was like, hey, man, I want you to stay in a good mood and be positive and blah, blah, blah. And that made me negative because I'm like, why are you even bringing that up? I am vibing, as the kids would say, having a good time. Why are you even bringing up that I'd be in a bad mood? Because some kids come in and troll us, right? Because, yeah. you know, they're like, they're like, oh, look at this old guy playing video games. Uh, and so that becomes frustrating. And Fortnite is the one game where I get frustrated because. Yeah. Even though it's an 18 plus stream, they ain't 18. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, um, that better. I remember this one time I cussed out the six year old dude. He was like, I don't know if he was six, he, but he was super, super young. And I was just like, he was like, this is why I don't play zero bills. This is for old people, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, don't get mad at me because you're trash. Get out yeah. of here. You know, it was like, <laughs> you know, why, you know why Warzone is trash now? Because I'm not good at it anymore. Okay. Yeah. That, look, everybody who's trash in Warzone, now granted, Warzone doesn't care about you. Call yeah. of Duty doesn't care about you. They, they, they troll us on social media enough to know that they don't care about us. And Eh, the game's going to be what it is. <laughs> but also, I'm not good at it anymore. The, yeah. the movement is way too fast now. There's so much going on. And I'm trash at it. And King Cryptic said to me, he goes, he goes, you're just, you're not playing it enough to be good at it. You don't have the loadouts, all of that stuff. So yeah. everybody who thinks Warzone's trash, you're trash. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was going to ask you too. Like, like, so, you, you know, you made all that move and now you, you know, you're, director content creator of uh you know doing video games and stuff like that and you know like well we had to look the yeah. video i didn't want i don't like look i'm better than most 45 year olds at video games trust me ask your mom i'll 1v1 your dad and beat the shit out of him yeah i'm just saying okay <laughs> yeah uh, but but look i i didn't when i turned on twitch and mixer and all that stuff i saw people talking i didn't see people playing video games on that front page you very rarely see video games you mostly see shows of some sort and yeah. that's what i did for my my uh, over 10 years of my life was being an enter getting paid to be an entertainer uh, but i've always had i've always i've never had bosses that understood me it was always like the dude who wasn't in charge of me who was in uh -huh. the office down at the, the top 40 radio station who was like dude you're funny man i get it and i would always have i had a boss I had a boss in Miami. This guy didn't like me because he was a 35-year-old uncool white guy. And Jason's an African-American guy. And I used to try to explain to him, dude, we're not talking to you. If you get what we're doing, then we're not doing our job proper. And he'd be like, what do you mean? I'm like, you're a 35-year-old white guy. He's like, you're a 28-year-old white guy. And I'm like, and I'm cool. And Josh, you are not. <laughs> Okay, that's the difference between us. You're not cool. And uh, I remember he gave me a bonus check and it was like a $5,000 bonus check. And this is back in my, my mid 20s uh, or early 30s, somewhere around there. Um, I'm 45 now. So it's a while ago, 5,000 bucks. It, it, yeah. was, it, was a, it was a good check for me back then. Yeah. Uh, and he, this guy handed it to me and said, you're not funny. And I looked <laughs> at him and I said, good talk coach <laughs> and i walked away <laughs> like i've always been i've always been super passionate and i've always worn my my heart on my sleeve it, it gets me into trouble or whatnot uh yeah. in some ways but here's the thing i'm honest and and yeah. and, and i'm out there now here's the, i have learned i have learned this because during the pandemic mental health became such a big thing and it is dude i the worst thing about uh streamers is everybody thinks that we're mentally 
uh, built tougher than you. We are just as up as you are, if not more. Okay. You try staring. You know why I lost 60 pounds since I've lived in Vegas. You try staring at your fat ass every day on, t on TV and see how you feel about it. All right. No, for real. And, yeah. and, you know, people are like, uh, you, you're built differently. No, man, I'm just as messed up. I had literally a breakdown today on stream because somebody was like, I just want you to have fun today. And I'm like, mother, I am having fun. Why are we bringing this up now? But then <laughs> I, I can't gotta, I gotta break my mood, man. Come right. on. But then I, I can't get that out of my yeah I can't get that out of my head. I had to end the the stream early because he kept he kept to wanting to talk about it, and I was like, let's just move on. And he's like, this is what I mean. And I'm like, stop. We're gonna just move on. The only way that we're the only way that we're gonna be able to move on is if you keep talking about it. And finally, he said it again, and I was like, I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, I just can't. Play. He's a good guy, and I love him to death. And I know he didn't mean it maliciously. Yeah. But what I'm saying is it's easy to get into a streamer's head just like just like everybody else. We have the same anxieties as you do. Uh, we think right before we fall asleep, we think about the most messed up thing that happened to us when we were five years old as well. Look, man, I, I know you shit yourself while you were on the bus, and I know, but we've all been there, all right? We've all been there. <laughs> why hey, why saying. you gotta bring up in bad memories though, bro? <laughs> yeah. I, I just reminded you of what your nickname was in middle school, huh, bro? <laughs> So anyways, terrible, terrible. so, so look, I, I wanted to be an esports broadcaster. Okay. And yeah. I knew I had to start streaming to get people to notice me. So that's where we started. We started streaming about a year and a half into streaming. I'm, 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 I'm streaming and somebody comes into my stream and, and it's somebody I'm familiar with, but I don't have a relationship with them. Like we know each other, but we don't know each other. Yeah. And he says, Hey man, I really got to talk with you when you're done streaming. And he drops, I don't like a hundred gifted on me. And I'm like, all right, you got my attention. So I end the stream and he's like, Hey man, um, are you familiar with the game onward? And I said, game. I mean, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland are great in that animated movie. Yeah. Sure. It's going to be a Disney classic, but um, <laughs> what do you mean game? And they're like, well, VR. And I'm like, yeah, all right. And they're like, well, we've got a, we've got a stack up tournament on Saturday. We need you to man the desk for about five and a half hours. We'll pay you X amount of dollars. And I said, yes, I will do it. And they said, well, this is Wednesday. You, you've never seen the game. It's on Saturday. I go, yeah, I got this. Don't worry about it. So I did what responsible adults in this industry that truly want to be broadcast professionals do. It's called research, okay? Yeah. No one does that stuff. When I, when I do live interviews for 22 minutes, I, I know exactly where I'm starting and I will get you to where I want to end. I did it with a happy punch the other day and they were, uh, which is why I'm going to, I'm going to be going to Brazil for uh, the next mixed fits fight to cover, nice. to cover uh, down there because uh, you come prepared. Jennifer Lopez says the sexiest she feels on stage is when she's her most prepared. And I can tell you this in all the esports, I've done 171 esports broadcasts since that initial broadcast, by the way. Oh, and if you're wondering if I knocked it out of the park, what do you think? Okay. I sat there in my bedroom. I put on a YouTube video that explained the game to me. Okay. And I watched that probably about five times and took notes. Okay? okay. Then I watched a cast of it for about two and a half hours. And then I turned the sound off and I played another cast and I casted it in my room about five and a half hours twice. 
That's what I did in the three or four days leading up to knowing that I was going to be on this cast that was going to have thousands of people watching. And that's wow. what I did. I'd never heard of the game. And it doesn't matter. For those of you who think, oh, you've got to know everything about the game. No. Joe Buck doesn't play football. <laughs> Joe Buck doesn't play basketball or, or baseball. But Joe Buck gets paid millions of dollars to tell you about those games and to create the story and the drama surrounding those games because he brings entertainment enthusiasm and energy to every single broadcast but he doesn't have to play the game to be good at broadcasting be good at broadcasting and then learn the games because the games are secondary okay. if you can still if you can sell the story to the audience it doesn't matter what game you're playing it doesn't it's all the same. It's story. It's drama. Build it, man. I look. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break some news for you. Okay. Let's I've talk. never Let's talked about this in public. Never talked this. I've seriously never talked about this in public. Out of my 171 professional broadcasts, meaning I was paid as a professional to do these, I would say 75% of those have been Rainbow Six Siege. I'm gonna ask you right now, Vin. How many hours do you think I have in that game? playing hundreds you would think right i mean i've done hundreds of casts i have two hours we did it no, on my, we did really? it on my stream once we did it on my stream and i killed the hostage so yeah <laughs> okay and i've never talked wow. about that i've never talked about that um so the insiders people in the industry know but I had to learn and you yeah. and you do the research, you, you get the news, just like anything else in life. You do the research, you get the news, you become better at it. the more you do something, the better you will be at it. But you have to take it seriously. You, you know yeah. what I didn't do? I didn't just show up. I didn't just show up, be especially because I knew that I didn't know. Right. Yeah. So I, I just I guess my point is take what. Don't let anybody tell you what you can or cannot be, first and foremost. Be who you are and what you want to be. Don't let anybody tell you that. Look, those are just people who are unhappy with themselves, all right? You don't need advice from people who are unhappy with themselves. Also, it's okay to be you because you're the only you that's out there. That That's the best way to find your niche is to find out what makes you unique. And if you're sitting yeah. back going, well, I'm not unique, maybe that's what makes you unique. Yeah. Finding out that thinking that you're not unique, Find, you figure it out, but yeah. go into it knowing that you have to put forth the most effort. Look, for better or worse, when I enter and leave a room, you know who I am. Maybe, maybe I'm too much for you. Maybe the 11, you know, cranking it up to 11 is a little bit too <laughs> much for you. I get that, but you will not forget me. And it tends to work in my favor. Yeah, I love that, man. Because like, I mean, that that's how I've I've kind of been on my my little journey in 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 content creation. You know, it's like, um, I was, when I started out, I was trying to uh, just follow into trends and stuff like that. It really didn't feel like uh, it really didn't feel like me, man. And yeah, they want know, me to do that too, right? Yeah, because that's the way you grow on TikTok and and whatnot. Like, yeah. everybody's always like. Do the TikTok sounds and stuff. Look, I am a 45-year-old man with a beautiful mustache. Okay. <laughs> I wear a banana suit when you when you when you drop 10 subs on stream. You know why? Because I have look, I have all these props for the content creating stuff in my closet. Uh -huh. And one day I was like, 
I don't understand why I'm not using these. Yeah. Um, and, and so I was like, yo, would you guys, would you guys want to donate subs to see me play video games in a banana suit? And everybody's like, Oh yes, indeed. Um, that's so, one, of, one of the very first videos I saw of you, man. It was you wearing a banana suit giving an interview. And I was like, dude, this guy's, this guy's funny. I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I, look, I have, I have all these, these things that Merck and I props basically in my closet. Um, and, and it just, it would, it was stupid that I wasn't using them for, for more stuff. And so the banana thing happened and I realized that, that, you know, I, I just signed with a, a, a talent agency, a management company, a law firm out of uh, Beverly Hills, California. And the first thing, the, thank you very much. It's a, it was a huge step, uh, a very, very big step. It's a, it's good stuff. But yeah. uh, well, one of the one of the interesting things is, uh, as we're having the first meeting, um, and well, actually, it was the second meeting because we met in person in Atlanta. Uh, but now we to decide that we are going to work together. Yeah. Um, it's always good to do this in face to face. We don't do enough of yeah. that these days. I yeah. I want to I want the I want to feel the cut, cut of your jib. Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And and so we decided we were going to work together and this guy was like, "Hey man, so Logan Radio Rocks is a streamer name and you're not a streamer." And I was like, "Yeah, bro. You're absolutely right. I'm not a streamer, but you have to stream, right? To get some It's it's a starting point. It's a jumping yeah. off point." And he's like, "So how do you feel about rebranding and all of that?" I was like, "It's about time." I've been waiting for somebody to tell me it was about time because you don't just rebrand for the sake of it. I needed to get yeah. to a certain point where it made sense to rebrand. Well, mm -hmm. he's like, cause I'll be honest with you and don't take this the wrong way, but between your quiz shows, your interviews, uh, the least thing that I think is cool about you is when you play video games. And I'm like, I agree with you. You're preaching okay. to the choir here. I, I don't want to play. For it's not that I don't want to play Fortnite, but like the, the my quiz, five questions, my quiz show, I would do that all. I would do that three times a week if I could get the guests. I, yeah. I did two seasons of it, 10, uh, 10 shows each season. That's 60 guests I booked myself. Okay. Yeah. You know how difficult that is. People, and yes. when people canceled, I'm like, would you cancel on Jeopardy? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't. Alex Trebek would come out of his grave and choke the living daylights out of you. Yeah. Um, but so they were like, yeah, we, we need you to step not. I mean, you can still play games on stream or whatever, but we need to get you back to what you actually do, which is being an entertainer and a presenter as the UK kids call it and all of right. that. And I was like, hell yeah, man, let's, I, I agree with you 120%. Um, so, so that's something that I'm getting back to. Look, I've, I never, I never really got away from it. I've yeah. always been a host. I've always been a radio personality type person, but yeah. they say radio is old and it's not coming back. And I agree with them. The, the, the yeah. people, the people who still listen to radio are the last generation of people to listen to radio. Yeah, okay, well, I, I still listen to Bob and Tom. I ain't gonna lie. That, that's All my right, morning well, show, you know, in the mornings that I, that's how I get my morning started for work. Well, you know what? <laughs> then, that, see, there, see, there's still some loyalty out there. Because yeah. back when I was in my 20s and I was on the radio, man, we were celebrities. Like, we were legit celebrities. People would follow us around. Uh, if you wanted to mess, if we would go to the... Uh, the cool thing was, is your face isn't everywhere. Um, I mean, they put you up on billboards and buses and stuff like that. But yeah. when they're listening to you, they're listening to you. They're not looking at you. And we didn't put our pictures up on, on our website. We picked cartoon characters. Which is yeah. ironic because the Carlito show took X-Men with my name's Logan. They take X-Men. I'm Samurai Jack. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm saying, what the f is that all about? Yeah. 
the funny part is when my boss, because I was actually, my first radio name was Frankie Hill, which was my favorite skateboarder okay. growing up, okay? But at this radio station, they didn't use last names. And Frankie is what they called my dad when he was little. And I, I didn't want to be called that. But Frankie Hill, I thought was a cool name. But I didn't yeah. want to be called Frankie. And I'm two days away from going live on, on the radio station. And obviously, we're not going back to the character Frat Boy or anything yeah. like that. And I called up my boss. I was like, dude, what are we calling me? And he says, Logan. Now, unbeknownst to me, because this is before the X-Men movies, because that's how old I am. Um, there's, an, there's an airport in Boston. Guess what it's called? I don't Logan. know. Logan. So I thought he was naming me after the airport because yeah. Logan wasn't, no kids were called Logan now. Now it's like an it name. It's like Amber and Logan are fighting over the pole at the local strip club right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, somebody clip that. Uh, right? Anyways. But so I didn't, I didn't know the reference come, come to find out this dude's a big, he's a big comic book fan. I found out later on because I was interviewing Glenn Danzig from the misfits. Um, yeah. And Glenn has his own comic books. And my boss is like, can you please have Glenn sign these comic books? And Glenn gave me a bunch of shit uh, when I got, yeah. and I was a huge fan of the misfits. So this is like a real big moment for me. And I'm like, my boss would like you to sign these. And Glenn Danzig, not a big guy, but he's a scary dude looks at oh. me and just goes, well, tell your f***ing boss to put my songs on the air. And I was like, <laughs> and I guess my little 19-year-old face or 20, 20, no, it was like 24, 23-year-old face must have made some sort of thing because he realized that he had just like punctured me in a, in a place, not the heart, but yeah, yeah. In, a, in, a, in a place where I was like, what, bro? And he sent his tour manager off. They, they went and got a poster bigger than, than this wall over here, put all these backstage passes on it, signed it with this huge um, wow. silver marker. It's so big, I haven't had it framed because that's how big it is. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing, though, man. It is. And I've become friends with Jerry Only, who's, uh, you know, the other side of the Misfits. And I took part in a documentary that uh, was responsible for them getting back together as a band uh, and having the success of these tours. Remember, they sold out Madison Square Garden like two or three nights in a row. Yeah. Uh, I think League of Legends is, <laughs> you know, that's on League of Legends uh, uh, style, you know. Yeah. I, League of Legends sold out Madison Square Garden four consecutive days. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know all that, man. That's oh amazing. yeah, I'll drop a little bit of knowledge on your face, neck, chest, and breast area, man. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's a more look, you know moment. Yeah, that, that's a you know that, that's an amazing journey that you've been through, man. Uh, I just want to let's touch on uh, you know, you said you hit kind of have like a cross mentorship with uh with Merc, with Merc and and you know yeah, Miz and, and Cryptics, and Cryptics yeah. man. Like like how 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 did that come about? How'd you meet those guys? I, you, you know what? It's a really cool story. So a year ago, it's a year ago, a, a year and a week probably. We, the CES last year, mm -hmm. and uh, we're all part of the Roland booth. Thank you, Roland, for having us. Yeah. Um, big shout out and, to Roland. Big shout out to Roland. If if you're not using a Roland Bridgecast. Uh, I don't know what you're doing with the audio on your stream. Go to Roland.com right now. Check it out. It will fix all the audio issues that you've ever had on stream. Guaranteed. If not, give me a call. I'll walk you through it. All right. So um, I had never in CES is consumer electronics, right? And it's the biggest one in the entire world. And you're there basically to pitch yourself. Well, I had never been in that position before. I was always somebody else pitched me and then I walk into the room and do what I do. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm not used to that. And so I, I don't know how I did it, but I did it wrong. 
And Merck Anthony, we had just met. I had just met the guys. And Merck looks at me and goes, hey, man, you're not really doing this correctly. This is this is what you should do. The first thing out of your mouth needs to be, I'm Logan Summit, formerly of ESPN. That's where you yes. start. Okay. And I wasn't doing that. I was just talking. And he goes, yeah. that's where you start because that will give you the gravitas for the next five minutes to listen to what you have to say. Yeah. Um, and so immediately we went into a booth and I put that into action. And we get out of there and he looks at me. He's a 21-year-old kid, you know, and I'm 45. Yeah. And he looks at me and he goes, bro, even at your age with all of your experience, you took my advice and put it into action. I go, well, I didn't get this far from not taking great advice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you got to be able to get out of your own way. So I did that. And then, uh, like, a few weeks later, he needed somebody to paint themselves orange in a casino uh, for a video. And I said yes, and we actually did it. And he was like, after that, he was like, we were, we were, we were best friends. Cause people say they'll paint themselves orange in a casino, yeah. but who actually does it? <laughs> this guy. Uh, <laughs> And, and look, those guys are the ones who, the, those guys, oh, by the way, this is deja vu. I figure I'll actually, I'll actually mention it uh, because I'm a firm believer in all of that. And I had this happen uh, a couple of weeks ago and I was like, wow, that's a strange scene and it's happening right now. Awesome. Anyways, let's move on. Yes. Um, yeah, I love that. Yo, <laughs> if you don't believe deja vu is real, I, uh, I, you're wrong. I have it, dreams about stuff all the time, dude. And it's just like, whoa, wait a minute. I've seen this before. My grandmother wasn't even sick. And I dreamt about reading. She was in a hospital bed, but not in a hospital. And I was reading her cards in the dream. And I looked up and there was an owl painting. Uh, and guess what? Three months later, inoperable brain cancer. She couldn't go into the hospital. They did hospice at home. So she was in a hospital bed, not yeah. in a hospital. And, I, and I'm reading these cards and I go, son of a... And I look and there's the owl staring at me staring at me my aunt and uncle have that painting now and they take it down whenever i come over the house because <laughs> yeah but that's the first time i started to pay attention to deja vu yeah so anyways now that i've gone on a completely separate tangent could you bring me back to where i need to be <laughs> we're talk, talking about your uh you know meeting uh, uh yeah the whole orange paint painting orange and stuff and so they taught me how to be content creators though yeah uh, but before that i didn't really know what being a content creator was i had a brand partnership with newhouse that i was successful with newhouse.com for gaming chairs office chairs couches love seats i believe the kids call them sofas now uh massage chairs all oh, that stuff oh, and, and i'm their that. top i'm their top affiliate sales i mean i've nice. sold like two hundred thousand dollars worth of their goods um wow. in a couple years um so we've done some things, especially yeah. being, I don't consider myself really big in this space. I hang out with people who are much bigger than I am. I mean, yeah. last night I was hanging out with PJ and th this girl um, who she's a raccoon on stream on, on, on TikTok and uh, Instagram. Yeah. You say huh. that guess how many followers she has. I bet she's got like millions. Yes. She literally has millions. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> literally. That's what man, I meant. I think I can't I cannot figure this out, man. It's like, you know, there are well, do you have people, big boobs. Uh, no, well, okay, well that that's that's one, you know, but she's she looks some people good just be like raccoon. This. She's a good looking raccoon. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that that that's definitely a plus. That's definitely it a is. plus. But for the men though, I mean, I literally see guys just doing this. Yeah, yeah. And you look can't down do. and they have, you know, millions of subs and stuff. Yeah. It's like well, that's because they've been doing, doing this anything. now for 15, 20 years. 
They, yeah. they started when it was just in TV. Look, uh, as people, we're very habitual. We're very, very habitual. Uh, we tend to go to the same, do the same things. Uh, it's comforting to us. Um, and so people are used, just like you. What do you do every morning when you wake up, buddy? You listen right. to that radio show yeah. on your way to work. It's Grab the same thing. Listen to Bob and Tom. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's just streaming. Look, my format for my for my stream is basically a morning show radio show. We've got the five things you need to know today. The okay. the question of the day, the fact of the day, fake news or not, uh, spin the wheel of merch. You know, every radio station's got a wheel of merch. Um, and yeah. and we play videos of trailers, video game trailers, movie trailers, and things that I think are funny. Um. And so instead of having, I mean, there is music on the stream, but instead of having the music be the focal point, the other thing we do is play video games, which I'm going to start to do like Jackbox. I'm going to be partnered with Jackbox. We're going to be giving away Carnival Cruises and trips nice. to the UK. Yeah, because my my new management's like, yo, we're going to, we're going to, I said, I said, we can do those shows or whatever, but I, how do I get people to watch? They're like, oh, prizes. And I was like, oh, really? oh yeah, like, you, you, hey, you start giving something away. I don't care if it's a dollar. People will come running out of nowhere. If I give away a carnival cruise for y'all playing Jackbox, guess what? People are playing some Jackbox. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I guess they did this like a couple years ago and they had success. They built this other character, a person like me, up through doing that. Um, because what he says, he's like, you're an entertainer and we need to showcase that. Um and so I need to be doing things that that even that this was one of their other ideas. Even if I'm not playing the game, let's get two FIFA players or two Madden players or whatever and let me commentate because that yes. in and of itself would be better than just me playing Fortnite, uh, even though I'm yeah. decent at it or whatever. Uh you know, I like Splitgate. I like Rogue Company. I used to love Warzone. But instead of me playing video games, it should be me being entertaining about these video games. And so that's one of the things, features that we're really going to pick up on here in 2024. This is the thing. Consistency is difficult for everybody, especially yes. with the mental the mental issues that we all have. It's it's hard to be consistent. Self-doubt creeps in all the time. I mean, dude, Cryptics and I are at the Netflix Cup. We're at the Netflix cup. And I'm like, I didn't, somebody sent me an email and I didn't like where the email went. And I was like, yeah. you know what, man, maybe I should just quit. And cryptics is like sitting there with his beer. And he's like, yeah, bro. Yeah, you should. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, man, you should. Going to open up some jobs for everybody, bro. He's like, <laughs> he goes, he goes, honestly, if you quit tomorrow, no one's going to cry for you. In fact, some people are going to cheer. And, I, and he just yeah. takes a sip of his beer. And I'm like, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the reality though, man. That is, you know what? You're right. Quitting now gets you nowhere. Um, and, and you know what you, you never, except for like Justin Bieber, um, you never hear. Yeah. yeah I was just pay, I was just doing my thing and, and somebody came along and handed me $3 million. It's always, I was sleeping on my friend's couch. Um, I was in the back of my car. I was sleeping on a floor. I, I yeah. was I was in, in a closet. You, you know, it's always those stories. Sylvester Stallone, when he wrote Rocky, um, he wrote Rocky. He was he was in a closet in New York City. He was sleeping in a closet in his friend's apartment in New I York City. I know this. Yeah, John Stewart, who just came back to the Daily Show. His name's John Feinstein, by the way. And before he decided to go to New York to be a, uh, a comedian and change his name, he was sleeping on a couch at. Uh, Ian Page, who I did the Jack show with, he was the co-host of the Jack show. He was sleeping on his couch in Washington, D.C. He had his wow. clothes and one suit. And you want to know why he had one suit? 
he went down to the Goodwill and picked up a suit so that he could go to events at night with Ian and eat for free because all these Washington DC events, there's always yeah. food and he was mad poor. So he would, he would put on a suit, go to these things with Ian and eat for free. And then one day he got up and he said, you know what? I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to be a comedian about three weeks later. I mean, he was already doing stand up and stuff. Yeah. But three weeks later, uh, he scored a gig with his first MTV show. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's some amazing stories, man. I, I, I sit there and listen to you all day. <laughs> Got tons of them. Want to hear about when I met Shaq? <laughs> I, oh, by the Whoa. way, I was a wrestling manager in ECW when I was in college. Did you know that? I, I remember you mentioning something about that, but I uh, didn't really go too far. In the how how how'd, you, how'd you come about that? Somebody told me I couldn't. It was an ex-girlfriend. There you go. It was an ex-girlfriend. When people tell me I can't do something, it, it is, it is, that's when I go do something. Like, I uh -huh. wish more girls would be like, you can't give me an orgasm. Cause <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just saying. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, no. Eric Bischoff. So when I was in college, the Monday Night Wars, uh, WCW Bischoff. against WWE or WWF at the time still. And Eric Bischoff was on TV. And one of my fraternity brothers was like, you could do that. And I didn't, uh, I never went home. I usually stayed on campus, like winter classes and stuff like that. Love it. So yeah. during winter term, I found a place in Pawtucket, Rhode Island that would train me for free. And I drove an hour and a half there, an hour and a half back three days a week to the VFW in Pawtucket, Rhode Island to train in a boxing ring with no give, uh, to learn how to protect myself with these very sweaty, and I don't mean sweaty as in Fortnite or Warzone. I mean legit sweaty men who who were just trying to hurt a 19-year-old kid, you know, just to show yeah. them the ropes. Because that was wrestling back then. Wrestling was freaking terrifying, man. Yeah. And so I I, I, I remember. That. You remember? Do you remember when uh, uh Brett Hart, uh, well, not Brett Hart, Owen Hart, Owen Hart, Owen Hart, yeah. Hart fell? Yeah. I remember. I'm not too. Hey, look, I'm not too far behind you in age now. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing, man. When I was in the, the the locker rooms were scary. Those people were scary back then. Yeah. Um, and I and I used to work with a, a guy named Delicious Dave Vicious. He he's actually no one will admit it, but he he's the one who uh, he's the one who oh I just got a package delivered. Uh, <laughs> he's the one who invented the RKO, but. No one admits that he died, and they, uh, okay. he was he was he was he was trying to bring me in. I, I interviewed with Jim Cornette because of him, but they were bringing him into the the, the WWE, and he died. Um, he he lived in Maine. He went out to get his mail, and he passed down in the snow and died. Wow. Crazy, right? Absolutely yeah. crazy. But then they stole his finishing move, which I know Dave would be okay with. But they need to give him credit, and they yeah. haven't given him credit, and that kind of upsets me. In fact, I I. Ha really haven't talked about it publicly until recently uh wow. within like the last six months because he made a comment somebody asked him where it came from and he said well it's a combination of the stunner and like some other move and i was like no that's not you liar liar your pants are on fire um i can see it but yeah so uh, somebody you know was like hey you should do this and so i did and i became i stole i stole my name from a face man from the a-team he was Sergeant Templeton Peck, but no one ever called yeah. him Templeton Peck on the show. They called him Face Man. So 
My name was Templeton Peck, and I am the hardcore manager of Hardcore Champions, the only mind that matters in wrestling today. The man, the myth, the miracle, the excellence of intelligence, the innovator of information, the pinnacle of perfection, the evolution of revolution, the truth, and a better man than trouble man. I got more style than Joey. I live more dangerously than Paulie, with more brains than Bobby, and more woo than flair. If it's violence you want, it's violence you get, because pain and torture are my cross, and tonight it's your cross to bear. Win without me if you can. Get paid if I let you. I'm the man who put the million-dollar man in my pocket. I have a thousand one suits and the shoes to match. That is, whoa. <laughs> I had t-shirts and shit, man. Wow, man. Mm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was really pissed I didn't make it. I'm not going to wow. lie. I'm not going to lie. I was pissed I didn't make it. Uh, I did make it to the top 500. Uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated comes out every year with the top 500 uh, wrestlers in the in the world. And I did, I made 498 one year, so. Wow. Yeah. All right, man. That's pretty dope. Man, that's still an amazing. That's still an amazing story, man. An amazing journey. Oh, you know haven't even given just... you half of it, bro. <laughs> Yo, I wrote a memoir called "Buy This Book or I'll Kill Myself." A memoir. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, man. What? Look, I've, I've sold movie scripts. <laughs> no, nothing has ever made me truly, fa- like, truly famous. Um, but I've been around and done so many cool things. Like, you know, I, has anybody ever had Shaq tell you he's not feeling you today? I have. <laughs> Shaq was really to do, yeah he was supposed to do an interview he was going through a divorce at the time and oh, he was supposed you. to interview us and Aaron who was his publicist at the time called up and she's like Shaq's not going to be on uh, in in your next commercial break and I was like <laughs> what do you mean it's five he's got like five minutes put his hand on the phone she's like I'm not I'm not with him but, but Shaq's not feeling you guys today and I was like what the f- does that even mean <laughs> not feeling us only Shaq gets to say I ain't feeling you but yeah. this this to be said I had to go past the players bench to get to my seats and if I had a pretty uh, a pretty woman with me guess who used to say hi Shaq he would turn around because nice. he didn't play the, that season because he had back problems he's going through a divorce and the heat were terrible the first season I got that they won yeah. 17 games the entire season wow so he chose not to play. Remember, they traded his ass to the Celtics. We yeah. all forget about that. But that's yeah. after that, they traded his ass to the Celtics. Um, but it, yeah, I would walk by the bench and he'd be like, oh, little man, how you doing today? Um, <laughs> yeah. And Shaq borrowed my dope, season. Though, man. Shaq borrowed my season one of Boondocks because he was in it and he didn't know he was in it. Look, when and you know how I know that that cell phones aren't a problem on planes because when you're on the heat plane, Dwayne Wade and Alonzo Mourning and everybody's on their phones, okay? Yeah. But but Jason Jason is watching Jason's watching the Boondocks on the plane, right? And Shaq comes by and he happened to just come by when he's on the and he stops and he's like 32. Is that That's me. And Jason's like, yeah, man, you, you heard of the boondocks? He's like, yeah, 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 I've heard of it. It's a comic strip. He's like, no, now it's a TV show. And, and I guess Jason ended up loaning him my season one of boondocks. And it, and it made it to Shaq and then D. Wade, I guess, got it. And I think Jason Taylor ended up with it. Oh, oh, so you never got it back. Oh, no, that's just not it. And now it's not in the right ratio anyways. You put that on TVs, it's got it's going to be this big with, like, so many bars, man. It's got more bars than the Vegas Strip is what I'm saying there. Um, you know, look, and you know what? You know what curtailed my career for, for, for years? I'm going to tell this story. I don't really talk about this except in private. Okay. Uh, but I had a mental breakdown on stream today, so we, we, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little bit uh, a little a little gentle, you know. Right, let's, Look, let's go. There was a woman 
um, who did not like me. And, and, and we all work with people who we don't get along with. That's part of the job is working, learning how to work with and get along with people who don't see eye to eye with you, who you don't necessarily like. And, and you know what? You don't ever want to go have a drink with. Yeah. But that's part of life. Okay. Yeah. And I got suspended for uh, something I said that they didn't they they didn't like. Uh, it was about Kurt Cobain, and I made fun of fun of him on his birthday, and they didn't like it. They suspended me with pay, whatever. Then I showed up late to a meeting, and I was only like I was only like fifteen minutes late, but traffic. And she got really hard on me and and suspended me again for being late. She just didn't like me. Wow. And so I've been after my after my suspension, we're supposed to have a, a, a meeting where I'm supposed to come in. I leave 35 minutes early. And I hit traffic and I am seven minutes late. Oh. And that was the end of that. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. I and mean, so that's, now that's I'm. Like now I'm seven have... minutes early to everything, by the way. Are you? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and if, if you ever worked in any of my restaurants or bars, you have a grace period of seven minutes. You can be seven minutes late before before I tell you to go home. That's dope. Do, do, do you, do you, but you don't you don't give the story to go along with. You just, just no. let it go like that. No, okay. it's just my grace period. You can be seven minutes late. You got to clock in within seven minutes. It was just it was just okay. to give uh, give servers and bartenders an actual guideline. Because like yeah. like I was pitching something today, uh, a sales thing, and they're like, "Well, how much? Uh, I'll sell. Uh, you know, I know a couple people want want to sponsor this, but what are you? How much?" And I was like, "Oh, I didn't even think about that." <laughs> they're like, "What do you mean?" I'm like. I don't just get me money. And they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know. 5,000. Does that sound re reasonable? And they're like, yeah, you could probably go up a little bit. I'm like a little bit or a lot. And they're like, just a little bit. I'm like, let's start at five though. This is my, we'll get them on for five and we'll, we'll raise it when, when we show them what, how great we are, you know? Yeah. Um, get your foot through the door. And you know what? This is another thing. And I, I say this, I say this at panels when I host them, stop saying no. Everybody says no, and I'm not talking. Don't start doing crack, because because I told you, okay. Yeah, look, hey, don't don't do Somebody that. Somebody offered me crack, and I, yeah, I, I was tell like, no. Logan said yes, and now I can't stop. Put the crack down. Put the rock down, okay. No, but but seriously, uh, people say say no a lot to life experiences, and, and that's that's where you're losing out. That's where you're missing out. Um, you know, uh, one of the one of the Mark Keith Anthony from Roland. He's standing next to me, and and this is as I was getting to know him, and and even to this day, I don't I don't know if he necessarily gets me, but he understands my passion and my drive, and and uh, I think he thinks I'm a little out there because I am, I'm extra, I'll admit that. Um, he's standing next to me at Level Up, and it's like the third time I've met him, and he's just under his breath because there's people around us, but he just wanted me to hear it. And he goes, hey, bro, you are fucking inspirational. At your age, to do what you're doing and to go all in on yourself and to make it happen and furthermore, be successful? Yeah. Yeah. You are inspirational. And he just walked away. That's awesome, man. Yeah, isn't that amazing, bro? That's I was I was talking to Sergeant Jackson, who, uh, you know, broke the record on kick for most, uh, uh, he had 7,000 subs. So he's the biggest streamer in the world on kick, you know, wow. at one point. And we were talking, I see, I, we're, we're friendly when we see each other in public. And uh, we were talking and, and he was talking about this guy I said something, you know, sent him a message the other day saying how, how, 
how much it means to him that Sergeant Jackson is out there doing this thing. And I go, they don't understand how much that means to us because we need that validation just as much as you, you, yeah. you and, and people don't realize that going back to what we talked about. We need that validation, too, because we're out here trying to be entertaining and, and, and putting ourselves out there, if you will, yeah. um, on a regular basis, wearing our, our ourselves on a sleeve. Like, people are terrible. Streaming is like standing in the middle of the sidewalk during uh, during rush hour in New York City and engaging every single person that walks down the street. Most of those people yes. are going to be assholes. OK, yes. most of those people and maybe they're not assholes, but to you, they are because you, you just look, there's so many people in the world. You can't be friends with all of them and you shouldn't yeah. be. OK, and exactly. you shouldn't try either. You can be nice to everybody, but you don't have to be friends. And streaming is the ability for anyone walking down the street to engage with you. And, you know, yeah. that's that doesn't happen anywhere else. OK, you get to pick and choose your battles in life with who you spend your time with, who you give yourself too but as streamers we're out there giving ourselves to everybody and yeah. people take advantage of that from time to time and they don't understand they don't understand i go to bed if i think that i've hurt your feelings i go to bed thinking about that that shit keeps me up at night yeah. for real and and you don't think about that you're just like oh yeah well f him blah 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 or f her blah 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 but if we're good people and we're trying to make a positive difference in your life when you come to our stream. Look, it's an 18 plus stream, but there are worse places for, for kids to be uh, out there in the world. Uh, look, I, a yeah. lot of dick jokes, a lot of fart jokes. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's a lot yeah. of that. And yes, I'm truly competitive. I have to die. I work so hard to dial down my competitiveness because I am one of the most competitive people you'll meet. But as I've gotten older, I've tried to learn how to tone it down. It comes out a lot on stream, though, especially when people don't do what I'm telling you to do. There's yeah. videos of me being like, Shane, don't go down there. Shane, if you go down there, you're going to told you. Hey, look, I ain't going to lie, because I and I've, I've, I've talked about this many times, like especially mainly when I play Fortnite, because I like to play squads and stuff. So it's right. always that one idiot that drops on the completely other side of the map and then they fucking they 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 die or not they don't die but they get Yo, knocked come get me, and then bro. and then they want to, yeah then they yeah. want to hit the little button the little alarm alarm motherfucker you're on the other side if you wanted to be on your own adventure you should have played solos Look, we got three <laughs> rules when i play when i play uh when you come to play on stream with me we've got three rules no emoting in the lobby because i'm doing a show here okay yeah. two uh, do not leave in the middle of a match. I don't do not tell your mom to chill out. Okay. Do not leave in the middle of a match. I'm doing a freaking show here. Okay. And number three, play as a team weapons and positioning and teamwork are how you win Fortnite Absolutely. with Warzone. with war zone. You need more positioning, uh, because you got to take the angles, but with Fortnite, you need to get up higher than everybody else. And yep. you need to be condescendingly shooting bullets down at them. And that's how you win. But, if you go off on your own, you're going to die, okay? If you get in a car and you push too forward into the map, you're going to die. Yep. It's, yeah, it's not like it's everybody's not like, trying to try to get their shields up. And then you got this one rando that just goes off and like tries to like, like they, they go to push like two squads. By themselves. Yo, I got 22 like, kills, bro. Well, did you get a win? <laughs> did you get a win? I don't care if you got 22 kills. Did you get a win? 
Like yeah. I, I, that's when it comes down to it. the other thing that totally that I don't understand people do, uh, when they come on the stream, how they don't understand. All right. It's last circle. We know we've got the win because I've kept the team together. There's four of us standing on top of Mount Rushmore in the middle of freaking Fortnite, And, and there's one dude across the map or, or like four, there's probably another team when this scenario happens and it's one or two people from the team are like, let's push. No, the circle is coming towards us. I positioned us here on purpose. They have to come towards us. Do not go down there. Oh, you went down there and now you're dead. And yeah. now there's only two of us. <laughs> Look, our, our movement yeah. is so good in wars and, and Fortnite that we have six wins in final circle without shooting shots. Wow. Just off of movement. Just off of movement. That's pretty, I think that's pretty okay. impressive. See, I don't, I'm I need, old. I need, though. To hop in. I need to hop in when you're streaming, man, because it is. I'm tired. Hey, sometimes, man, it just gets frustrating because it's like, well, we could have won this. Yeah. And you just want to go off on your own and do your own thing. It's like, come on. Go, go, go play solos. The other thing is, is people are watching my, my stream, right? So if you kill, if you finish the game off, and it's not and it's not in view of what I'm doing. Well, then it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> like they're like, oh, I just won the game. Well, no one saw you do it. <laughs> you came onto my stream, so why don't we help the stream? Look, if you're and and for everybody who plays with friends that are streamers, or if you're a streamer, when you're a guest on another stream, your job is to make them look good. You know what I do when when we play Warzone with Merc because he's being Merc. I kill yeah. the people that are trying to kill him so that he can put on a good show. Yeah. Like I'll yeah. literally, I remember one time we, were, we when bosses were a thing on Warzone, you could go find a boss and defeat him. He's yeah. like freaking out, doing whatever, running, running in circles. I am a level up just pinning the boss with bullets. <laughs> well, he's like, <laughs> ah! like acting like a, an orange Muppet, right? He's freaking out. He's being entertaining as shit. He's doing his thing. And I yeah. am just, and I am murdering this guy. And right before the dude's about to die, I stop shooting. And Merc gets the final shot. Guy dies. That's he's awesome. like, I killed the boss. I killed the boss. I killed the boss. That is the definition of how That's you make awesome. streamers look good. Preach it, man. Preach it. I have Love a soapbox it. here, and, and I'm actually standing on it. That's how short I am. <laughs> I'm not tall. I should I should probably hang out in Asia more often. Oh man. Well, because I'm not I'm not, I'm a short man. Look, I asked the dude. There was a dude uh, at at uh, at CES. I mean, he's old. The video's up. You can see him. He's got. I mean, but he was obviously a basketball player at one point. And I just I, I put my camera up. He goes, I don't like cameras, and I was like, fair enough. But I keep talking because. <laughs> I don't like cameras either, bro. Whatever. And I was like, what's it like to dunk a basketball? And he was like, it's a really good feeling. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. You know, like in his mind, he was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but I look, I I I because I could jump, I could jump above a, a volleyball net. I could get this high above a volleyball net, but I can't palm a basketball, so I was never able to dunk one. I mean, look, my parent, my parents did well when uh, when I was a kid. They they made money, you know. Like I was saying earlier, my dad was pretty wealthy, so I had I had Reebok pumps, and I still can dunk a basketball. <laughs> okay, Reebok pumps. I remember those though, man. <laughs> Had Everybody to have thought them they shits, were bro. baller. Everybody thought they were shit. baller. Hey, 
three pumps and you was ready to take you was ready to take on the NBA. All right, so I was eleven <laughs> pumps. I just and and now when I now when I grab my penis pump, I am brought back to my basketball playing days in junior high. Now I don't have a penis pump, but you know what? My birthday's coming up, everybody. Maybe I should put that on my Amazon gift list. <laughs> right next to the flashlight. I mean, you dropped f bombs, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take this train off the tracks. For oh yeah, man. Bit. I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't withhold any content or do any editing, man. Well, I mean, I, the, it I is like called the, behind the bullshit, right? It's like, behind the bullshit. That's, yeah. So yes. guess what? No bullshit here. I I'll put it out there for you, man. <laughs> Look, I, I it's it's always it's always good to come out and do these things. But I, going yeah. back to the the saying yes thing, people need to say yes to opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you don't want to do something, all right. So one of the things, one of my phrases, when I would come, when I came out here, uh, Merck would call me up and be like, Hey, do you want to shoot? Yes. Cryptics. You want to shoot? Yes. Hey, do you want to hang out? Yes. Because inevitably when you hang out with creators, ideas happen. We shoot. You never know. You You never know. Dude, I keep lights, cameras and microphones in my bag everywhere I go. Cause I don't know. Billy Eilish could be a Target. I live in Vegas, you know, like who knows? Um, But I, but, I didn't move 2,700 miles to say no. So I yeah. said, yes, if I was in bed and Merck called me, I got my ass up and I did it. Okay. Yeah. Because if I said no, then, then, then I'm not the guy. I'm not the go-to guy. And, and especially at 45 being older, you have to prove yourself. I can't just show up and, and take, you have to give and be part of the team. Right. Yeah. And you have to show your worth. Um, way too much in this business. I've seen way too many people in, in from in my line of work. They take, and, and you have to cut them off at a certain point. You have to say that's enough, because yeah. and you can't fault people because it's not they don't they don't see it as that. Look, everybody's looking out for themselves, and, and you can't fault you can't fault somebody for that. I know, man, but you know what? It's it's sometimes it's a gut punch when you it know, is. like like even myself, you know, I'll. I'll reach out to somebody and I'm, uh, you know, I've, I've had this happen a couple of times. It hasn't, hasn't been a whole, whole lot, but I'll reach out to somebody and they'll, and you know, be like, Hey, you know, I got this channel. Well, before I even started the, this podcast thing, you know, I still have my, my worldwide crypto channel, but right. which is now worldwide crypto and gaming. But yeah, and if you just give me like one crypto that you think is going to be good, I will hold on to it. And you tell me when to sell it. Oh, like we should play. A I don't game give like no that. financial advice. I can't, Hey, feds are watching. I can't. No financial advice here. I'm not a financial advisor. This is not financial. Everything I say is a matter of my opinion. Well, dude, it's funny. It's funny too because somebody asked me, um, "Why don't I gamble on the picks that I that I give people?" Because if you followed me at Cod Champs, I only got one pick wrong. All the Cod Champs. So if you followed me at Cod Champs, you made Do Re Mi Fa Sol La Ti Do. Um, But they're like, like, "Why don't you bet?" Because all these influencers they 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 place their own bets, right? Vegas. Nevada does Nevada does not Nevada. want you to bet if you are telling other people how to bet. If you want to be licensed as a gambling consultant or whatever the actual term is, yeah, they would prefer that you do not gamble. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I kind I, I kind of see that. You like, get it, but you don't you know, because you're like, right, like I, the I, professional card counters. You know, they, no, you ain't allowed to play here. <laughs> yeah. I, well, look, they can't. Dana White's not allowed to play blackjack in Vegas. Um, yeah. You know, but it's not illegal to do it. That's why on the strip, they they it's almost impossible now. Um, seven seven decks or nine decks now. You you yeah. have to go. You have to go to 
you got to go to the two the two deck guys on uh, Fremont Street where they only have two decks because th- that's when you can actually count. Yeah. Um, but on on like if you're at the Bellagio, it's the, the, I think that you, seven seven decks. <laughs> that's a lot of yeah, cards to count, right? Yeah, My dad counted cards. He was a brilliant dude, and we used to go on vacation, and he, and he would pick a spot where you could uh, there would be international waters, if you will, and he would leave for like a day and a half. And I remember one time he came back. Uh, we were taking a cruise that like dropped you on an island or whatever. And he came back to dinner after or breakfast after being gone for like a day and a half. And he sits down and my mom was pissed. I mean, you could literally see her, her the steam rising like a cartoon. Yeah. And he sits down and, and he just drops $22,000 on the table. Wow. And this is, wow. I was in middle school. Uh, junior high, something like that. Okay. Drops 22 grand on the table. Wow. And goes, not bad for a day and a half work, huh? And my mom just shook her head and goes, we are going to South America to buy emeralds, right? And he was like, <laughs> yes, we are going to South America to buy emeralds. And she's like, all right, good. Uh, but yeah, man, the, the, the dude was brilliant uh, with card counting. I wish I could do it, but I don't yeah. like gambling. I would rather pay you and hang out with you while you gambled and then split the winnings. I That's what my wife does. Like, we'll, we'll, I'll go to the casino up the street, up the road for me, and, and she'll sit and she'll, she'll just watch. Because that's, that's why I like to play blackjack. And she'll sit and she'll watch and she'll get her drink. She'll be like, you just look like you're having such a great time. And I'm like, yeah, because she'll go to the machine. And 10 minutes later, she'll be back. I'm like, oh, well, I lost. I, I, I done spent it all in the machine. And I'm still playing on what we brought in. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, man, I doubled my money the other day. I came in. I put a dollar in. I walked out with $2, bro. You don't do that in Vegas. I doubled my money. So the real problem with gambling is actually knowing when to stop. It is, especially, hey, man, especially when you got that adrenaline going and you're up and you're like, oh, man, I can make some more. I can make some more. And then next thing you know, you're down and you're like, oh, well, you're chasing. You're like, oh, I can. I got to make that back. I got to make that back. And then next thing you know. You can't chase. Chasing never works. You have to walk away. Look, this is the thing. Take the small wins. Um, When I play, when I play, uh, Cryptic likes to take me and he and I will go do video roulette. And I enjoy that with him because we sit next to each other and we just freaking play video roulette. Yeah. And when I when when either of us get up to a hundred, hundred and twenty dollars, we walk away because that's an ounce of weed. <laughs> and it's legal here in Vegas, okay? <laughs> that but, is like, because it is, you know, it's like <laughs> I got an ounce of weed. Um but this is the thing like on Christmas, we went to Durango opened up. And so on Christmas, just to get out of the house, we're like, let's go to Durango. And uh, I was up like $45 and I'm like, that's not enough. And I knew as soon as I thought that I was like, and now you're going to lose. So when we walked out of there and I had, had lost my $20, uh, that was up 45, $60, whatever it was. Um, you have to walk away where circus circus still has coin operated, uh, machines. I love Circus Circus. Yeah, they still have coin-operated machines. In fact, PJ yeah. Overflow gave me one last night because um, they're probably going to knock Circus Circus down soon. And oh, uh, really, Man. it's really easy to walk away when you've got these big coins. Like they're, they're they do have quarter slots, but they've got these dollar coins that you that you go give them money and they give you these corners. It's easy to walk away because you've because it weighs like a hundred pounds. You've got this bucket <laughs> and it, it's only like $80, right? But it, but it weighs like 80 pounds and yeah. you're like, I, I can't, you know what? 
let's turn this thing in because I don't know. It's, it's yeah. too heavy. Yeah. But yeah, I, last time I was down there at the, uh, when, when I was, me and my wife was there for the uh, uh, SEMA show, you know, it was, I, I could see my, I was like, man, this, this don't look like, because it had been years since I've been there. You know what I'm saying? And when we walked in, I was like, man, this, this kind of looked, Man, this needs some serious updating, man. Because you know, I, I remember you know going in there. It was fun. It was lively and shit. And it's just like, man, it's it's not. It wasn't the same feel. And then you look up the road, and you got like encore and all the, you know what I'm saying. These big right. extract the sphere. You know what I'm saying. It's these these big elaborate, just beautiful buildings. And then you know, circus circus just kind of just sitting there by its lonesome, getting ready to. But that man, that steakhouse in there, bro. That steakhouse in there. Yeah, it's it's well priced and. It is one of the best steakhouses still to this day in Las Vegas. All the locals will tell you uh, it's still one of the best steakhouses in Vegas. And, you know, nice. can't go wrong there, man. Uh, nice. Vegas is Vegas is cool. They're, look, they're, after the pandemic, it's different. But um, there's always something to do. There's always somewhere to go. And there's always something to eat, drink, and be merry with. Um, yeah. and, you know, just the other day I was walking around. And somebody was, this couple was like, you look like you're fun. And I was like, I am a lot of fun. And they're like, uh, we were at Ramsey's Kitchen and I was sitting at the bar having some some risotto. And they're like, it's our five-year anniversary. Would you would you want to hang out with us for a couple hours while we bar hop? Show us a couple of these bars where we're here and we'll buy you a couple cocktails and you just kind of, you know, entertain us. And I'm like, yeah. actually, people do do that and it costs this amount of money. I host tables and stuff here. Well, like for the, the NCAA championship game, this dude bought, had his friends at a private table at one of the sports books. Right. And so he hired hey, somebody. Me. Said, somebody said they were swingers. They was. Oh yeah. Swingers. That, that's the, yeah. The movie swingers. Yeah. No, no, no. You're talking about no. that couple. They was like, hang out with Whoa. us. Yeah. They, they, oh, yeah, they were swingers. Yeah, no, 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 no. You look fun, guy. Why don't you come hang out with us? <laughs> yeah, it might have been like that, but I she tried to she wanted to dance with me a couple times, and I and I, I was like, all right, that's how you get punched in the face. <laughs> it's their five year anniversary. Who the f am I to get? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, look, it's 2020. Uh, look, it, it, it just, now. You I, never look, know. I had, I had two gay dads, man. I'm down with you know, like I get it, but just over the pants stuff with him. She was hot, okay. <laughs> I told that joke last night too, because PJ and I were talking about the same thing. Cause he said, <laughs> PJ said they were trying to get you to come home with them. Do you realize that? And I was like, no, no. Yeah. And he's like, yes, yes. It's Vegas, bro. They're on their, yeah. they're on their anniversary. No one asked a 45 yeah. year old dude. <laughs> he wanted to watch. Well, if he would have brought that up, we maybe could have yeah, worked. He, he, would, hey, he would have been off in the corner like this. Yeah. I would have done my, my American psycho impression. <laughs> If you've seen American Psycho, that should kill you. If not, yeah, maybe watch it. I love that movie. That's actually one of my favorite movies, man. Oh, oh. Such a great movie. But the, the, when he's got the business card and he's like, the slightly raised bone. And you're like, God, he killed that guy over like, a business card. Uh, look, a little bead of sweat was just like. Ooh. And the weird part that about egg, it is you don't shell. really. Yeah, you don't really know if that movie actually happened or not. Like at the end of it, know. you're like, did he kill anybody, or was it all in his head? I I, I don't I think it was all in his head. Like that, that's that's what he was two? imagining. No, I have not. Guess who stars in it? Who's that? Mila Kunis. Really? Uh huh. American Psycho two. She's in college. Hmm. Okay, and it's Mila I'm gonna have Kunis. To check that out. Yeah, well, I mean, it's worth it. <laughs> 
you know, I sometimes like Mila. I, she's yeah, yeah. Sometimes I just put Black Swan on and hit mute. Okay, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. Sometimes I've been known to put Black Swan on with Natalie Portman <laughs> and uh, and Mila Kunis and just hit mute. Maybe get one hand free. Maybe light a candle. Maybe some incense. Yes. And look, I can't watch the Barbie movie because after 20 minutes of watching Margot Robbie walk around, I'm like, pause. I'm gonna need this moment. Maybe retreat to the other room. Hey, put hey, put and, on some slow R&B. You know. <laughs> It's really lights. weird. It's really weird when everybody in your living room is like, why are you pausing this every 20 minutes and leaving? I'm like, just slow down. Okay. I'll be back in five. Who am I kidding? 30 seconds. You know? <sighs> so I, I, how long do you do this for? We can keep talking or man, we can start hey, to wrap it, it up. It is what it is. It, it don't matter to, you. to me. I, but uh, we can keep going. Hey, it don't no, matter to keep me. Going. But I, I always have two questions. I always yeah, have two let's questions go. that I like to ask my guests let's because go. this is behind the bullshit. So I always right. like to give, I always like to, um, to hear a, cause you know, sometimes when we go through bullshit in the different industries and, and, and through our professions that, you know, sometimes there's good bullshit or it's like, you know what, this was, you know, this was some bullshit, but you know what? It got me ahead. And then you got some bad bullshit. It was like, oh, this is just some straight bullshit. I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? So you got your good and bad. So just a moment, because I, I know you got plenty of stories, but w w just give me one, give me one bad bullshit moment where you was like, you know, fuck this. This is some bullshit or, right. and a yeah, good bullshit. That. Yeah. So last year, I'm like, I'm not going to talk specifics. Last year I was under contract. Um, a well-paid contract, uh, to, to host a bunch of esports events. They didn't properly budget for the entire season. Mm. And when it came down to it, um, they, they just, they didn't have enough money to pull off the entire season, but I had signed a contract with them. So they were they were liable to pay me this amount of money. The person who was in charge of everything, instead of coming to me and saying, hey, let's sit down and talk and try to work something out, because I didn't want to sit on the bench. Look, I wasn't going to do the, 40, the 42 uh, uh, casts that we had planned, but we could have worked something out. I think I, think I had worked out in my mind, because I was waiting for him to come. I was like, I'll do 12 to 14 of them. Like yeah. from what, for what they're paying me, but the person was so embarrassed by what they had done. They couldn't bring themselves to have a conversation. So for three months, they paid my contract and I sat on the sidelines and so did they. Wow. Yeah. It was bad for both of us. I mean, I made a good amount of money, but I wasn't in, on the camera. I wasn't on camera. Yeah. Uh, and wow. that was really sad. That was really, really sad for me. And I thought that's a bunch of bullshit because yeah. if they would have come to me, I would have the production company that they were trying to use. I'm friends with, they hire me for, uh, for work. We could have worked something out. I, yeah. we could have made it happen. No one wanted no shows. Right. Yeah. Or at least let's do the finals. Yeah. Like at the very least, let's do the finals. Let's figure something out. But they just three months radio silence so that that was some bullshit and and it didn't work out um some stuff that did work out all right this is funny okay i can't tell you the game but i'll allude to it i i can't tell you the game because they, they they will charge me 25 million 
Oh yeah, yeah. We don't. That's we, what my NDA. That's NDAs what NDAs and stuff. Yeah, no, that's we don't. The want NDA it. is part twenty-five <laughs> Look, you can't get blood from a stone. Okay, so have fun with that. Yeah, like Florida's trying. Florida's trying to make it uh, illegal to use social media under the age of eighteen. How are you gonna do that? Yeah, yeah. That don't make no sense. How old are you? How old are you? You can't even stop kids from drinking. Okay, let alone yeah, social media. Yeah. All right. So there, I'm I'm going through my emails. And there's this email from a company I, I don't, I've never heard of. I, I don't recognize it. And it looks like one of those emails that I get where it's like some fake deal that they're trying to yeah. get me to, to do. And I almost delete it without, without reading it and, and looking, even looking at it. I was almost deleted. And right before I hit the delete button, I was like, you know what? Maybe you should open that up. So I do. And it's an invitation from a video game company, a developing uh, a developer of a video game. Uh, to be a character in a video game. A video game is already out, by the way. And I will be I will be in it soon. Lots of people are playing this game. It's very, very big right now. Um, I love and, it. And once they... And, and if you know anything about what I do for a living, you might be able to figure out what game it is. Yeah, hey, I already know. I, I, I'm, I'm figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, they contacted me when the re when it got released and said because I had signed papers and stuff and I, there was a strike obviously there was an actor strike yeah. and then I don't I don't know if a lot of y'all know this but after the actors and writers strike ended guess who went on strike after that video game actors okay oh I yeah yeah they didn't that. talk about it but yeah so so I, I I so I'm not allowed to go to work for these people through all of this stuff right yeah and so I just keep sending emails like hey. And the other day they sent me an email. Uh, the, we're still working out some of the kinks with, you know, there's still, the game is, it's very, very new. Yeah. And um, and they're still working some things out, but we, we, we are going to make you a character. What's interesting about all of that is it's going to be AI, um, which I already have my own AI character in stream. If you donate money to the stream, you can, you can tell it what to say. I have a thing, like, I, I don't like, I don't like people just to donate cash. Like I give you stuff. If you yeah. like, like today's thing was um, if you donated $40 or more, you got your choice of three hats. I've got my achievement unlocked hats in pink or white or a truly hat. You've got on top of it. You can pick out your shirt depending on size. We've got all different sizes. It's not all kick. Okay. We've got different sizes and you're going to need something to put it in. So we've got one of these Evo bags here nice. and and so i do stuff like that like if you donate twenty dollars you get uh either you get your choice of a hat you know like i i want you to i want you to i, I want you to give and get and receive and and yeah. not not even though i'm putting a lot of work into the entertainment side of it I, I don't want you to feel like i didn't get anything out of the deal you know i, I want you to feel like hey i i supported and look yeah. at this I, i've got this cool bag now that's um, dope man because most of this stuff is free you know, like yeah, <laughs> shipping and handling ain't free, but most of this stuff is free. Wow. Yeah. See, man, I used to. All right. So I used to do uh, uh like crypto giveaways and stuff, mm -hmm. and then I kind of just giveaways. Is that NFTs? Oh no, no, yeah, no, not not NFTs. I'm just just, I'm just straight start, crypto. I'm yeah. literally just throwing ver <laughs> verbs out there. I'm like, wow. Uh, actually, wax would be a noun. Sorry. Well, but like uh, it, Ethereum or or BNB. Yeah, or, Ethereum you know, right stuff right. like that. Yeah. So I BNB, used to give that the, away, the world's was... converter. Yeah. <laughs> I know a little bit. It is. It's the world's yeah. converter. Think yeah. of it as the Italian lire, everybody. 
And it, 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 for real, that's how it was explained to me. Think of it as the Italian leer. You have to oh. you have to go through B and B to get it to urethrum or whatever. Um, yeah, I have a I have a wallet. There's stuff in it. I, it's probably not worth anything. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you'd be surprised. You you'd be surprised. You may uh, you need to go ahead and check, find that wallet and check and uh, see. Can you help me find it? You oh, absolutely. Okay, because I have all the stuff written down. Like I have all the passwords and stuff. I'm not yeah, gonna show it. Out. Out. Yeah, yeah. I'm not no, gonna no. show it on stream. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> But it's in here. Hey, everybody! Hey, we got Logan's uh, C phrase. First one to the prize. <laughs> well, there's there's twelve there's twelve phrases. Yep, yep, yep. So there's, there's, that's your C phrase. I got them yeah, all in here. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, I can yeah, tell that's you. That's exactly. how that's how I know I can get back to it. Even though, yeah. even because when when my buddy Peaches, that's his nickname. Um, he look the guy the guy who owns one of the cryptos. He used to sponsor me right before the crypto crash. Uh, three days before he was like, yeah, I'm halting everything for a year, all, all marketing and for a year. And oh. I was like, really? So he obviously knew something, but this, this is the guy, this is a guy who, when this is that friend, we all kind of had that friend who was like, yeah. Hey man, do you have an extra thousand dollars? You should really buy a Bitcoin. They're only a thousand dollars. You should really buy a Bitcoin. Oh. And so he, 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 he made so much money off of Bitcoin that he, he bought nodes when they were only $5,000 a pop. So he owns four nodes. He has his own crypto. It's called Piquidity, by the way. And it, it works on the waterfall. So it's been making money. I we gotta check it actually. You oh, know what? Maybe we should do maybe we should do something on one of your streams where we, we find my wallet, we check it out. Well, we'll have to find it off stream, but we find yeah, my yeah, wallet, yeah, yeah. We, we check it out <laughs> and we see how much how much uh how much it's actually in there. Oh yeah, that, Look, that'd I, be exciting. I, I'm also a partner on Fruit Labs, which is a UK-based um platform for gamers and, and whatnot videos you know just yeah. like anything else uh and they have their own in-house crypto called uh pips which is a term within the industry i thought because they were british they were it pips from great expectations <laughs> which they thought was very funny they like that but yeah. um i'll tell you this it ain't worth uh, yeah. $100, a hundred dollars, a hundred dollar gift card now cost me 26,051 PIPs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. That ain't good at all. Uh -uh. <laughs> but they give me, they give, and the other thing is, is as it's lost value, because once it went, once it went into the public domain, it, it started to lose its value because it's being traded. Um, they, they, as a partner, they give you money every week yeah, yeah. through PIPs. But they kept it the same. Oh, yeah, they, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, bro, but your money ain't worth the same. <laughs> it, it used to be worth. It used to be pips. like it used to be twenty dollars a, a week, right? It yeah. was like twenty dollars a week. Or that's at least what they paid me. Uh, twenty dollars a week in cryptocurrency. Well. It ain't worth twenty dollars anymore. I mean, I used to be able to get a hundred dollar gift certificate for like a hundred and one. Like, I think they had an upcharge, but it was like a hundred and one, you know, PIPs because they were worth a dollar. Uh, uh, not anywhere near that now. Uh, and I made sure I, I, dude, I, I made sure I cashed out. I, I cashed out. Uh, I have a hundred dollars in Amazon money and like a thousand PIPs at this point because every time I get to twenty six thousand fifty one, I'm like. You know what? There's a chance this won't be around tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, exactly. but there is, right? Yeah, well, you never know. You know, with uh, with institutions really getting being interested in 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 cryptocurrency and and trying to get their hands in and get their businesses in as well. I mean, you never you never know. You know, there there was uh, one uh, 
out of it's crazy name. It was called Cat Bonk. I tell the story all the time. So I bought this 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 little stupid little token. It was called Cat Bonk, and I bought a hundred dollars worth. Right. So about a month goes by, and it was worth like two cents. And I was like, ah, you know, just screw this. You know what I mean? So you about, about six. It. Yeah, I forgot about it. So about six. I said about six or seven months after that. Um, I was like, man, let me go through with some of these wallets because I had a, I got a bunch of wallets because I like to spread out just in case one gets compromised. Yeah, well, that's you know, the thing. You can't have all your ducks in one place because they will exactly. steal your shit. Exactly. So uh, they, I, I, I actually, I pulled it up and it was worth three grand. And I was like, what the, what news did I miss about Cat Bonk? And then, uh, so uh, another week goes and you immediately by, I'm, sold I'm it, I assume, right? No, actually, I didn't. So another week goes by, and they got this news that they're getting ready to to do some platform, and a lot of people got excited. It got up to like five grand. And that's when you sold it. That's when I cashed out. And luckily, because a month after that, it went right back to zero. Exactly. Well, (laughs) and the U, yo, the UK, um, uh, well, all of Europe recently decided to treat NFTs and uh, cryptocurrency as a form of gambling. Which yeah. it should be now. The and let's let's bring this home because everybody's like, well, why why isn't it just the same as Wall Street? Well, it kind of is, but yeah. but the ups and downs are greater. It's kind of like it's kind of like dealing in penny stocks in the eighties is what crypto and NFTs are right now. Some are good, some are bad, some make yeah. money, but it's it only makes money if other people get behind it. No well, one ever well, with crypto, you got your blue chips like you know right. your regular stock, and then you'll have like your pennies, which is DeFi. Your pink sheets, that's DeFi. That's the wild, wild west. There's no telling. Your $100 might turn into a million. Your $100 might turn into negative $100. You know what I'm saying? Right, so yeah. you never know. Well, I'll tell you, the only time I've ever made like real gains in Wall Street, um, I mean, obviously, I have a financial advisor who's, yeah. I'm sure, at Bank of America, they're doing stuff, but like actual money, like where you're like, whoa. Uh, like GameStop kind of thing is uh, I remember I first got when I first got out graduated from college. I'm not in radio yet. I'm I'm doing the sales job. Yeah. And RJ Reynolds, which owns Camel Cigarettes and a couple other cigarette tobacco companies, but you know what else they own? Food companies like Kraft and all of this stuff. Yes. Yeah, so they got they got they lost a six hundred million dollar lawsuit. Uh, t- tobacco side, yeah. and the stock dropped from forty four dollars to twenty two dollars. At lunch, I went out and took on a $10,000 personal loan. And I bought $10,000 worth of it. And I sold it at 42. Nice. Or 44, one or the other. About nice. about a week about a week week or two later. Because no one's going to stop smoking cigarettes. Well, I mean, they That's, do. Yeah. We are at a point in the world where uh, the least amount of people smoking cigarettes ever, by the way. And I quit. It took me years. I had to quit yeah. drinking alcohol for four years four and a half years, somewhere in between four and four and a half years to, to be able to quit cigarettes for good. Wow. That's how hard I, it is. I, well, I used to smoke and I was, I was smoking like two packs a day and Ooh. I, I quit, I quit cold Turkey and oh, you want to, yeah, so the interest though. So the funny story behind this, right? So I was already like, my chest is hurting and everything. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm driving down expressway and I got my cigarette in my hand and I'm just like, and I go to ash it out the window. And you know, like sometimes that wind to catch it. Yeah, it comes, comes back in. The cherry came back in and burnt my arm. And I said, fuck these raggy things. So I, I crushed up. It was like, a, uh, I think I had like two cigarettes out this brand new pack. I crushed it up, 
threw it out the window and I hadn't touched cigarettes since it's been Good for you. Congratulations, 10, man. 10 plus years. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, thank it's, you. It's, it's so since I've quit, I've probably, I've, I've probably had four, I think. And, the, and I never, and the best part about it is I do not want, I do not want another one. Oh no, I don't miss it at all. They stink. They're oh, terrible. They stink. Oh. <laughs> I'll be out. I'll Somebody be out. walks by me after they didn't smoke. One. Oh yeah. Like, you're like, Oh, Ugh. you stink. Bro. You, you know, you know what really Please. made me happy when I, when I first quit and I started walking, so I did this all together. I start, I quit and I started walking. And I think when I first started walking, it was like 5,000 steps. Now I do like four, I, I do 5.6 miles generally in a yeah. day. Um, and I would see people cause I was in Connecticut and you'd see people outside, you know, they're freezing cold <laughs> during the winter time doing this. And I, and I yeah. laugh at them. I'm like, I used to be one of you. I used to be one of you. I do the same thing. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah c- cigarettes were really 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 hard to uh hard to quit now here's the thing is like i was saying earlier i've lost 60 pounds since i got here and, and part of that is you can walk pretty much every day here yeah. right well i need to lose another 30 i, I i'm st- i'm like I'm, I'm i'm around 200 pounds and i only i'm only five seven okay so yeah like i it, i wear it well because i was muscular as a kid but eh, i need to get i mean i'm my walking around weight should be 156, 165, yeah. somewhere in between there. Um, but if I can get hey, down from, to- from, from what I've learned from, from what I've learned from you so far, I'm gonna say this, you can't yeah, do it. Can't do it. Right. Yeah. So I'm already doing it. <laughs> yeah. I'm already doing it. Uh, I cut out bread. I stopped eating ice cream. Uh, nice. Oh, so that's the thing. I never really liked sweets, um, but I smoked. And when I quit smoking, I can taste shit now. So yep. now I now I'm like ice cream. I mean, I always liked ice cream, but like I like dessert now. Um, and so I, I used to joke, I walk so that I can have dessert. Well, that's what was not allowing me to keep that last 20, 30 pounds. Uh, yeah. Bread, booze and and chips and ice cream, you know. So wow. so we, we, we cut cut down on the booze again. Um, we got rid of the bread. We got rid of the chips and uh, and we and I stopped eating ice cream. I, I, the ice cream wow. is going to be, is going to be what, what'll do it. Cause yeah. it, it, I only, I like when we go to events and stuff, that's when I party, but in between, you know, let's the other day, Merck and I had a meeting and he comes over and he's like, beatbox. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll wake up in the morning feeling like Avril Lavigne smelling like beatbox and full of regret. I get this. We can do this. Hey, Beatbox, by the way, you keep emailing yeah. me, but I need you to actually call me. Matthew. Beatbox, you need to call. Yeah, Matthew, I need you to actually call me. Emily has my deck. Please, Pat, you've seen it. Call. Thank you. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> make that uh, phone call. Make that phone call. Pick up that phone. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man, uh, it's just, this whole journey is just absolutely insane. I'm not going to lie. And, and if people, th- yo, and if you're out there being like, oh man, I wish I were you, you have no idea how much dedication, time, and effort it actually takes. Look, when I got into this, my financial advisor um, was like, it's a young man's game. And I was like, yeah, I know it is. And you know what? If I was 22, 26, something like that, I'd be really super famous right now. <laughs> yeah. But But here's the thing. You have to constantly be doing stuff. Like you can't stop. 
Uh, and then you yep. feel guilty when you don't do it because somebody else is doing it. There's all this stuff that goes along with it. I walked into the HyperX arena the other day, and this dude who I've never met in my life comes running up to me. There was a, a tournament going on, and he's one of the tournament organizers. He comes running up to me. He's like, Logan Radio Rocks. If you don't put out six videos today, I'm going to be disappointed in you. And I was like, well, you know, we, we do four to six generally, you know, uh, days off. A day off? Wow. I still do three. Wow. That, that's, 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 that's a lot. Well, yeah, posts. Okay. I thought you oh. was on like, actual videos. I'm like, I will. Most of them, uh, well, I only do, I generally only do one to two static posts a day and I, I do th uh, two to four video posts a day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, getting, getting, well, getting into an algorithm is hard enough as it is, but I staying in one, staying in one is even harder. Did I had somebody on my Instagram the other uh, day be like, you bought, you're a botted account. I, why don't you buy more bots? And I was like, no, my videos are just sucking right now and no one's interacting with them. <laughs> but I've got, you know, I've got videos that have 60,000 60, views. I've got videos yeah. that have 70,000 views and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. They're mostly about Amaranth. Thanks. Um, <laughs> but but for real and it's and it but that goes back to it and here was the thing is Merck and i thought the the magic number was six videos a day or six posts a day and we yeah. were told uh, by a marketing company it was uh two static two stories and four uh videos a day um, but those stories are your videos because you're just, you're posting a video and then you're making a story anyways. Yeah. But then we found out from Instagram itself that that's not necessarily true. Uh, three to three, to, three to like three to six posts. Yes. But a couple static, a couple, you know, whatever. And here's the thing with hashtags. Instagram told Merck this the other day, uh, six. That limit limit your six hashtags, hashtags. To six. and TikTok wow. four. TikTok four. But really, here's the thing. But but I'm not big on any of those platforms. I got three thousand something on TikTok. I got seven thousand on Instagram. Um, yeah. So don't listen to me. Uh, but that's what they say. Look, my biggest platform is that Fruit Lab platform. I have I don't know ninety thousand uh, followers on that, and I don't know twenty five twenty six million views on that platform. Um, wow. Yeah. So. Uh, but like, you know, there's these other exciting things happening in the streaming world. Have you heard of Bego yet? No. All right. Well, Bego is really interesting. So they give people the power to have these communities in Bego and then they find these communities, find streamers. And then you're in that thing and they say you have the ability to make up to $10,000 a, a month, but you got to stream two hours every single day. Oh, I mean, that's, is, that, that's a lot though. I mean, especially like, like for me, because I have a regular job. So, you know right. what I mean? It's like on top of all the other extra stuff that I do. So. <laughs> yeah. I Look, if if I, if it came down to, was I going to open up a restaurant? Was I going to open up a bar? Or was I going to go all in on this? And that is how much money I have spent on making my career happen. It cost me $30,000 yeah. to move out here from Connecticut. Um, yeah. Look, my bank account dwindles. Uh, from time to time, because this the, the ups and downs of this. But I'll tell you this, if I didn't come out here, nothing happens. I could have stayed in Hartford, Connecticut and waited for somebody to find me, but I wasn't going to go back to work for ESPN. And there's nothing else happening. But look, I reached out to some of the bigger people in Connecticut that were doing things in the industry, and they all egoed me. 
So I was like, all right, I'm going to move out here. You stay in Connecticut. Wow. I'll see you at the eSports Awards. Oh, that's right. You weren't invited. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> Yo, I, I'm going to talk about this for a second. So, Okay. Yo, so recently, I got egoed before I left Connecticut and moved out here and I, by some industry people. I was at a convention recently, and they these same people knew that. I, they invited me to lunch and then didn't show up. Oh, uh-huh. man. Yeah. All right. These people reached out to me and were like, hey, man, you've been doing some great things. We should really get together and chat. Want to know what I did? I invited them to lunch and I didn't show up. <laughs> That's what you get. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that is, uh, I look, so I, 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 okay. So my experience wasn't that, 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 you know, that big, but I've had, um, I reached out a while back. I reached out to this content creator and, um, I was like, hey, you know, I got this channel. I'd like to, you know, invite you on and everything. And he was like, you ain't big enough. Re- you know, hit me back up when you've got 20,000 followers on YouTube or something, something, just something just dumb. And at the time, I only had like, I only had like 50. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. and then I was like, all right, man. I, you know, I, I tried to be, I was just like, you know what? Okay. So about six months ago, this guy reached out to me. He's like, "Hey, you know, would you like any? Uh, would you like to 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 collab or do you know do some some promotions or anything?" I was like, "Nah, man, you ain't big enough. Sorry." Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, one of the other things that really that really gets under my skin, man, is when uh, you, you develop ideas with somebody, um, and then like about a month later, they're like, "Hey, man, when we were talking about this, what?" And I'm like, "Bro, that was that was." What are you talking about? That that was so long ago. Like, yeah. What do you you needed to get on that within three days of when we were talking about it? I yeah. don't even remember what the hell I told you to do. <laughs> this happened to me. One of my best friends, man, and I got pissed at him. He's he's actually kind of mad at me now because I was a dick about it. But yeah. I was I was pissed at him for like we sat and talked about something, and I gave him these great ideas. Uh, for him to do stuff. And it was like, then a month later, he's like, hey, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I thought he was asking me to make these videos. And I'm like, I don't want to review music, blah, 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 blah. He's a, he's a musician, kind of famous yeah. too. Performed in front of 2 million people. So, wow. uh, but we're, I'm not gonna, well, yeah, let's yeah. give him a plug. Willie Hayes, go check. If you're a juggalo, you know exactly who he is. Um, if you're not, you don't. He's uh, no, one no. of the, 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 he's the, the leader of the Fago uh clan or whatever they, they're they're a big deal in the juggalo universe really I, and he's he's a he's a hip-hop I used, rapper. I used to be when i was like a teenager i was into the, i was into the, to, to that but i kind of fell yeah, he out played of a gathering of the vibes last year on the main stage wow okay yeah. okay yeah um but yeah so but he's a stoner <laughs> and yeah. uh he's one of my best friends man i've known him for forever uh when i was doing radio in miami uh, he was, we, we filmed together. He has a degree of, for cinematography from the Miami Art Institute. When I was down in Miami, because I wanted to get into film uh, down there, you know what I did? I hung out at the Miami Art Institute with all the students and helped them with their films. And then I went on to actual sets with my writing in my back pocket and I cooked food 
It's called Craft Services. And I cooked food and handed out candy bars and shit on set. And I gave my script to people. I was that guy. You've, you've heard the stories? Yeah, yeah, yeah guess what? I was that guy. And, and you know what? An assistant. It was about three months, four months after a, one of these uh, gigs for this uh, movie called... Uh, I can't remember. It was a stoner movie, so... I guess it's kind of fitting, <laughs> um, but it, so this assistant ended up reading the first nine pages of whatever I gave them. And she gives it to this director and says, and he says, I, and I'm not going to read this. And she goes, yeah, yeah, just read the first page. And if you don't want to read the second, we'll throw it away and we'll never talk about it. He read the first page and the first page is an open letter to Oprah Winfrey um, about how, uh, about how she should put my book in her, um, in her book club. And it's, it's very, it's very interesting. Cause I know Gail, I know Gail. Uh, she, she had a house down the street from me and okay. uh, she actually borrowed my Mike Tyson, Peter McNeely fight on VHS and she never returned it. You never what? returned it, Gail. You haven't learned. You don't give out videos, man, because nobody ever gives them back. Well, you know, <laughs> she gave back the porn that she took. I'm just joking. Gail never, Gail never, she, she doesn't like the kind of porn I'm into. Uh, <laughs> strictly Oprah porn for her. It's actually Oprah Winfrey naked masturbating with $100 bills. That's the kind of porn that Gail likes. Yeah, ironically, there's a whole channel on Pornhub for that. Hey, did you know I put my content on Pornhub for a while until they kicked me off? I got up the model. So they rank their models by how popular you are. I got under 30,000. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I take that back. I was 30. It was. 32,470 is the highest I got. They they were going to have to start paying me thousands of dollars and I woke up one day and they just kicked me off. They had they 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 had a valid reason, but that reason was a video that had been up there for I don't know months. Yeah. But until 60,000 people started watching it. Yeah. Then wow. they were like, "Oh, you never got you never got this girl to sign off." It wasn't it's all my regular content. It was just my uh, comedy content. But for Valentine's Day, I went around to other people's streams. We brought my stream into theirs and I asked them like five Valentine's Day questions. Um and some of these streamers that are on Twitch are also streamers on another platform called Pornhub. <laughs> and I don't know because I don't pay attention. Yeah. But this one girl who she was cool with me putting it up. But then, I, you know, since I didn't get her to sign it, they were like, boom, you're uh, done. Because they were going to have to pay uh, me like $2,500 that month or something like that. And yeah, by the, I, a couple of my videos blew up. Thou, I mean, 60,000 people watched. What are you doing on Pornhub watching? <laughs> are your hands above the table? I want to see your hands on the table. No hands below the table. Like, what are you doing? Is it downtime? Are, are you are you fluffing yourself while you're having a little laugh? Like, what are you doing? I just I want to know what those 60,000 people were doing while they're watching me tell jokes. Wow, man. I mean, if I'm that funny, touch yourself. I mean, by all yeah, means. Hey, they switched over. They, 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 they got finished with Mia Khalifa, and then they swapped over and wanted to hear some jokes. I've never masturbated to her. I'm like the only person on the planet. And I dig yo, I'm I'm down, I'm down with uh I'm down with her, but like she got into politics and stuff. And I'm like, I don't yeah, need my porn yeah, stars thinking that. for themselves. Like I did not, I did not turn this on to hear you recite your favorite poems and get into the meat, the meat of uh the tale of two cities. Don't break down dick. <laughs> 
Uh, Charles Dickens, <laughs> Charles Kirby, please don't do it. I don't like, <laughs> like, hey, I know you, I know you've been watching my videos for so long, but there's something I'd like to talk to you about today. I'd like you to save the animals. And it's like, no, get naked. No. no. If Man, you're not talking about squirting, I don't need up. to hear about it, okay? <laughs> and the same goes for actors. Don't stand up on stage and tell me what to do. You are yeah. an actor. And they're like, well, we've got to use our platform. No one gave you the soapbox. <laughs> like, no one needs to hear that shit, Sean Penn. Settle down. I know you're saving the world, but just, I don't know, sign a Marvel contract or something. Yeah. Look, it's just, it's it, the end of the day, normal people are just because they've got a cool job. They're still normal people, right? Like just cause you can sing good doesn't mean your politics are good. It doesn't mean you should be able to dictate to me uh, what, what I should be doing with my life and what's good for me and my family. And you know yeah. what? During a freaking award show, I don't need your dissertation on, on what makes you happy. Okay. Like I don't know well, we should be doing better. I'm like, shut up and accept the award. Yeah. Say thank yeah. you to your mom, dad, and God. Okay. You made, you made 40 million off this movie. You just won an award on. Once you put some of that to use, you know. <laughs> yeah, for real. Or, or look, or who, who is it? At uh, least Sean Penn actually goes be out a and billionaire, does stuff. be a billionaire yeah. and tell tell the world, hey, you ought to donate to, to my new to, to my app to donate to the, what? Are yeah, you yeah. serious right now? Billy Eilish went live on uh on TikTok. Guess how much people donated to her? While she was live, like twenty thousand dollars, and wow. and it's like she's got money. If you want to donate to her, buy an album, buy a poster, buy a magazine, buy buy yeah. buy her clothes, whatever she has. You do not need to give her donations. She can afford dinner tonight. The funny part is, is that somebody was smart and they they recorded the whole thing. Uh -huh. They opened up an account that looked similar to Billy's, and they played oh, that. And they replayed they, it. They replayed it. Guess how much they made? $10,000. Get out of town. Nope. Wow. Uh-huh. So guess who doesn't go live on TikTok anymore? <laughs> Billy Eilish. <laughs> uh, but that's great. I mean, it's crazy. To, it's crazy to me, man. It's absolutely insane. Uh, it's the internet, man. I am so thankful yeah. that this was not a thing um, uh, back when I was a kid. Because... I mean, I feel bad for kids growing up. Uh, we talked yeah. about it earlier. You poop your pants, and now, now, like, forget about having a shitty nickname. See what I did there for uh, for a few years. Like that, that's that shit's gonna be up on the internet for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yo, the dude who's a, the the Oma uh, meme guy. He's in that Pauly Shore short uh, with Richard <laughs> Simmons. We're, we watched it. It's like nine minutes. We watched it on my stream the other day because yeah. Pauly lives here in Vegas. Uh, he's a good guy. Anyways. Um, and we watched it, and I'm like, isn't that the dude? Isn't that a meme? That dude was a meme, right? And my viewers are like, yeah, that's the I'm a mama guy, or whatever the, the dude's name was. Uh, I'm a meme, I'm a mama. That guy. He lost some weight, but he didn't yeah. lose it all. Uh -huh. He looks good. You can see it in his face. He looks good. But it's uh, – and, and here's here's my biggest problem with the Pauly Shore, Richard Simmons uh, biop short, is he has – they have Richard saying the F word like three or four times in it and really and i just don't see richard simmons dropping f-bombs i know wow. that he's that like 
one of the things like he was like, you have to love yourself and you have to give yourself a chance to love some of the foods that, that you like, it's about a donut and things. And he's like, no, yeah. you can have a donut and, and whatnot. And that part there, there were some parts where you see a little bit of Richard Simmons in, 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 in Paulie Shore, but then he goes back to the weasel. <laughs> if you're from, if you're from the MTV generation, weasel, there's a little bit weasel of that weasel the in there. Yeah, exactly. And he's not going to win an Oscar. Paulie, you're you're a decent human being, but you're not going to win an Oscar. And his mom, Mitzi Shore, his mom, the reason that Paulie Shore is famous is Mitzi Shore gave every single comedian you've ever found funny a start. Go ahead, name one. Really? Name one. Rodney Dangerfield? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sam Kinison? Yep. Seinfeld? Oh, yeah. Eddie Murphy? Uh Uh-huh. Name one. Go ahead. Just name one. She was the first woman, uh, sorry, first person. Forget about woman or man. Forget about that. They's or them's. It doesn't matter. She yeah. was the first person to open up an all comedy club. They had comedy nights at clubs, yeah, but they didn't have a comedy club. And guess what? She also created. You, you, I'm gonna drop a more you know moment on all of you right now. She created Comedy Central. No way. Yeah, it wasn't called Comedy Central. It was called the Comedy Channel or something like that. But she was the I person. I remember who, comedy. Yeah. Yeah. She was wow. the person who created that. Mitzi Shore. She owned the first true comedy club. Uh, it was the improv in LA. She, she started the improv. That's her. Mitzi Shore literally gave every funny person from the 80s and 90s, Tim Allen, go ahead, boom, uh, a start. Literally, literally. Wow. Mm-hmm. Still not going to get you an Oscar, Polly. <laughs> just because yeah, Brendan, he's been, he been blackballed too many times to, to to you know get to get that far. Just to, just because Brendan's got one, go you know go over Brendan's house and look at her. <laughs> you know I don't even think they're close like that. So maybe have Brendan take take a picture and send it. To yeah, you. That's, that might be the closest you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, frame it, put it on the metal place. Yeah, frame it. Take, you know what? Frame that shit. It's going to last longer. Um, all right, I'm getting towards the tail end here. How do how do we need to finish this up? Yeah, man. Hey, so we'll just we'll just do uh, just a closing statement. So about like the man, you man, you've gave a lot of good man, a lot of good statements tonight. Man. I mean, I if know, you I don't if, know if you start you making clips, that. there's gonna be like thirty of them. So yeah, you know. I don't know how I don't know how you're gonna top this. Just what what would you say for uh, a no Oscar for Biodome? No, not at all. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Baldwin <laughs> Baldwin was looking good. All right. Yo, I would Steven. Steven once got drunk. I, I hosted an event for the Baldwin family up in yeah. Syracuse when I was doing a morning radio show up there because that's where they live. And uh Steven got really drunk and it was it was snowing and he was just standing in the middle of the street with his tongue out getting and I and I look at him and we're at a charity event, or the charity event is like letting out, and I go, Steven. He turns around and I go, get out of the middle of the street, you're gonna end up on page six. <laughs> and their mother who god rest her soul she's passed away um her, her mother their mother looks at me and says thank you and uh and i was she was forever nice to me after that uh wow. but steven steven baldwin and paulie shore biodome oh my god hey son-in-law jury duty none of those are good movies no no i was about to say uh, none of those are good movies and Cino man has to be the best out of all of them you got sean astin and imagine being sean astin right from lord of the rings you know he's adopted and he was adopted by gomez adams and patty duke really 
Yeah, yeah. Sean Astin was adopted. He's his father's uh, adopted father is Gomez, played Gomez Adams. His name was John. John. Uh, uh, his last name. And then his mother was Patty Duke. Imagine being adopted by two super famous Hollywood yeah. stars. Patty Duke was America's mother. Y'all don't know that. I don't even know that. But literally, the generation before ours, Patty Duke was America's mom for my parents. Uh, yeah. Just watch it on, uh, watch it on, uh, what, what was it? No, it was like Nick at Night. Nick at or Night. Whatever. Well, Nick yeah. at Night, my, my parents, you know, yeah, they, they watched all that stuff. All right, so what was I this is the second question because you asked the first one. Was this is the second one that you so okay, ask, right? Yeah. So in closing, what would you what what advice would you give? Because you you've given a lot of good advice. Yeah. Uh what what advice would you give for someone just just wanting to get their foot in the door somewhere? It's so cliche, but it's true. And I hate yeah. I hate this one because you listen to everybody else say it. And when I was getting into the industry, I hated it when people said this. But it's true. Start making content. It's going to suck. It's not going to be good. No one's going to watch it. No one is going to watch it. But you need to make a thousand of those things. A thousand. Yes. And then maybe somebody will start watching because they'll get good. But That's no right. one's going to watch. And then I'm going to need you to do that every day for years <laughs> for literal years and i'm gonna have to listen i'm gonna have to have you read the comments and have people tell you how terrible you are how how uh, you, you're never gonna make anything of yourself and, and how you'll never be anything and that your mother mother's a too <laughs> and then get up the next day and do it again do it again, do it again. wash rinse and repeat Every yeah. single day until you make something out of yourself because no one is going to come in your living room and hand you a contract. You have to go out there and you have to take it and you have to be willing to get out of your own way to be able to take advice from other people when you need it, to be able to understand uh, that this is something that Merck and I are working on for this year. Don't work with anybody who doesn't do anything better than you do because they're just going to take from you. I like, I like that. I really like that. Work with people who bring something to the table. You don't get married to somebody who doesn't compliment you. You don't yeah. get married. If I got married to somebody who was more outrageous and, and bodacious than I am, imagine what our, our weddings like. Go, we no one would invite us to anything, <laughs> right? <laughs> like I'd be like, no, where's it? Don't bring. <laughs> she was doing keg stands last week. It was a bar mitzvah. We got the keg because it was on sale. Okay. No one needed to do keg stands. And he's holding her feet. You know? yeah. <laughs> Get yeah, out of I your own way. Say yes to opportunities. Don't say no. And this is something. Passion scares people. It gets shit done. That's a direct quote from Ryan Reynolds, by the way. Wow. Passion scares people, but it gets shit done. I have been known to be uh, to have outbursts, but you know what? When people don't do what they say they're going to do, you have to hold them accountable. And then you need to be willing to walk away from time to time. People, this is your movie, kids. This is your movie. What's in front of your face is what's on your screen. There are characters that are going to come and go. And yeah. some characters will be there for the for the length of this major motion picture that you're filming through your own two eyes. But not everybody's going to be there for the, the entire time. And that's okay. 
Yeah. Just walk away. It's going to be okay. You're going to do what you need to do to be successful. And you will find the people in your universe that will help you do that. I moved down here to meet people like Merck Anthony and King Cryptics, people who want to get up every day and create content, who want to get up every day and come over and have brainstorming sessions. You know what my living room is? My living room is Prince of Monet and Van Gogh. And then there's a whiteboard. And on the whiteboard, it's like divorce insurance. Breaking a world record. I won't tell you which ones. All of okay. the stupid ideas that Merck and I come up with. Okay. And, and so, so you've got genius. You've got genius art. And then yeah. our little bit of genius art in the middle of it. Um, but you have to be willing to do that. And the other thing, if you're not self-motivated, just, just quit. Just yeah. do yourself a favor. Don't even start. Cause like, there's a million ways to tell yourself you don't need to do this today. And if you don't do it, somebody else will. Consistency has to has to happen. You do not have to stream seven days a week. Stream three days a week, but you have to stream those three days that you say you're going to. I, I have problems with that as well, just because of the mental fitness aspect of it. Um, also, to prep my show takes about... It takes anywhere from two to three hours, sometimes more. If I do a top 10, it takes more. But yeah. I, I'm prepping. Like, I don't just pull up YouTube. I, I take the videos. I, I put my, my intro and outro into them. Um, I cut out the, 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 the stuff, you know. Yeah. It takes, it takes somewhere between three and five hours to, to, to build a show from start to finish. So if I do that for three days, that's like, well, let's say nine out on the lower end. Let's say that's, that's, we'll even say it's seven, just seven hours of prep time for three shows. If I keep doing that, I'll get crazy. Uh, having people, having people poke at you and it poke at you, even when they, yep. even when they don't mean it that way, like I, yeah. the other day, I've got a kid who watches me all the time, and the banana suit thing. And he said, "He said, how far away are from, we from the banana suit?" And I said, "Well, you know, we just started the stream, so we're ten, we're ten subs away from it." He goes, "Well, that's not going to happen anytime soon." And uh, I was like, "I was like, what the? F did you just say, yeah. bro?" Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I'm just being," and I'm like, "What? Somebody uh, anonymously dropped 10, 10 gifted uh, just to shut him up." But that really wow. pissed me. I was like, "Why? Yeah. You're in this stream every day." What about that statement made you think that 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 was okay? Like, why are you trying to break me down? Yeah. Because I think people people are happy sometimes when they blow your candle out to make theirs a little bit brighter. So don't be that yeah. person. And also be cognizant of the energy that you're throwing out to other people. Because it may not seem like something to you. Like, I know this, this dude who... who who harped on this. I know he wasn't, he was just trying to say he wanted me to have a good day, but he was harping on my ad. Uh, uh, kids were, I had two kids trolling me the other day. They come into the stream and start uh, throwing those bombs at you. So, so it kicks you, you know, in yeah. Fortnite. Yeah. And I'm like, I quit, I quit the game. I was like, and they're like, why would you do that? I'm like, cause this is how you started the game. You're obviously not going to be good at teamwork. And that's, st that stuff really gets in my head because this yeah. is what those kids do now. Then they go over to TikTok and they report you. And you know uh... what TikTok does? Shuts your stream down. All they, all they have to do now, if they do it multiple, if the same person does it multiple times, it won't keep shutting. They can only do it twice. If the yeah. third time it won't shut down the stream. It just tells you that you've been reported. 
Oh, wow. Okay. But they shut your stream down for 24 hours. TikTok reviews it and then gives it back to you. But that's what people people will do. And then that, that, that shit gets in my head, man. And I, I, just like everybody else, I have anxiety and all, all of those issues. So sometimes I can yeah. only see what's in front of me. And when you're on camera with this, you know, on the radio or whatever, when you got flustered by something, you went to break. And, and, yeah. you, and you worked it out in break with everybody around you. Well, there's no one around us. And there's no break. There's no commercials. I mean, you can play commercials, but you know what I'm saying? And there's yeah. no team around you generally. And you got to work through that shit on your own. And sometimes it's better just like today. I knew I wasn't going to get out of the funk because it just kept coming up. And I was like, I'm going to cut my losses and call it a day. But guess what yeah. I'm going to do tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do it again. Okay. That's right. That's right. I heard that, man. Hey. Man, hey, it's awesome, man. It's awesome to have you, man. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on and, man, give us all those, some, all those amazing stories and stuff, man. Uh, we can do know. a whole the whole another three episodes. You could do a damn series. I haven't even gotten to it. I, I was hanging out with PJ last night, and and, uh, and sometimes like I, I, I feel like I'm telling the story like you've already heard this one. And I start the story, and I'm like, you've heard this one before. And he's like, no. <laughs> and I was like, you, I, seriously, I didn't tell you the story about and he's like, no. And I'm like, oh, well, you need to buy me a drink. We need to sit down. <laughs> so, uh, right before we get out of here, and I'm going to do all my plugs, and, and uh, we'll do it. But right before I get out of here, one of the things yeah. that, that viewers do, because I live in Vegas, they will come to visit Vegas right from time to time. Yeah. And people will want to take me out to dinner. By all means, let's do it. Let's go. Now, I know you're paying for my dinner, and I, I got to be on for you know uh, an hour and a half, two hours for that. Yeah. That's fine. I have no problems. I will sit there. I will tell stories. I will keep everybody entertained. People will laugh. But for the love of God, can you start going to good f***ing restaurants? Because they will come here and be like, oh, let's go to Guy Fieri's place. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> I love Guy Fieri. I mean, bro, I'm going to be on a Super Bowl show, bro. <laughs> I mean, he's doing a Super Bowl tailgate. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be on TV and stuff. Uh the day of at Allegiant Stadium, I, I'm going to be there. Okay. Uh, but that being said, out of all the restaurants in Vegas, you're going to a glorified TGI Fridays. The food is much better, but it is just, it is that kind of fair. It's American pub yeah. fair. Yeah. And I've had bad experiences there. Now I will give this. I know people who know Guy. I have never met him, but I have close friends who know him, have been on his shows, have relationships with him. I complained to because they did two really stupid things at the restaurant it's too long of a story to go over don't yeah. drop your appetizers and your main dishes at the same time let's start there okay i want to enjoy my nachos you mother my salmon's getting cold all right <laughs> so i i privately messaged some of my friends right guess yeah. guess who came to town next weekend really yeah. Now, I don't know if he had been planning that trip. I don't know what it was, but he came to town. He did a uh, he did uh, reviews of his restaurants. He was vocal about that. And then he went and watched the Raiders game. And he was just in for the oh, weekend. Wow. And wow. somebody one of my friends was like, no, we I sent him a message. I can almost guarantee you that he did that because of the message that you sent. And I was like, why? He goes, because he gives a shit. I heard that, man. But that doesn't make it any better. Look, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many better restaurants. Korean barbecue was the thing out here. Hawaiian barbecue, Japanese barbecue. I love those it. are I love amazing. It. 
Yes, I love. Uh, was it? Uh, is it L and L out there, or is it um, uh, the Hawaiian barbecue? Oh, I haven't. See, else? I haven't been to the Hawaiian one. I have my spot. Oh, I oh. have my spot for Korean, and there's a Japanese and there's a Hawaiian one, which I need to go to. But the Hawaiian one by me closes at like six or seven at night. Really? They're smoking the weed. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> Hey, but look, if, hey, if you if you end up going in there, make sure you get you uh uh chicken katsu. Okay. Chicken katsu and uh spam musubi. A lot oh, of people yeah, don't like you... spam, 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 spam. You gotta get some spam on. Hey, the musubi, man. Hey, it's 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 dope. I love it. It's great. <laughs> uh, hey, by the way, I just want I just want to say, Vin, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, bro. Uh, it's been nothing but a pleasure. If you have been entertained, are you not entertained? I certainly hope you <laughs> you were. If you are, please go to loganradiorocks.com or if you put it anything in in uh, social media, Logan Radio Rocks, I will come up after Logan Paul. Okay, <laughs> I'm the one with the good mustache. He's a blonde bitch. I'm sorry, Logan. I love you. I love you. Don't... I get myself into trouble. He's really yeah. good. Yo, PJ has a really good relationship with him. I haven't met, I haven't met him, uh, yeah. but he watches my stuff and, uh, and has sent a message to me that, that, uh, that he likes because I want to work for better, which is his yeah. brother's company. Uh, so they know who I am, but yeah. uh, gonna meet you soon. Gonna interview you. Are you going to Let's Brazil? Go. KSI is going to be there. Oh, anyways, look, Logan radio <laughs> rocks on all platforms, Twitch, kick i stream like the infinity gauntlet i'm on twitter i'm on kick i'm on twitch i'm on tiktok i'm on i i stopped doing facebook because no one was uh, interacting with me i'm on trovo uh i think that's hey, it you gotta you gotta hop on rio 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 his name is rio and he danced upon the sand that's for gypsy king gaming he named his son <laughs> rio and every time he comes into the stream i i sing that because i know that the actual lyrics are her name is yeah. Rio, but for him his name is rio and by the way the rio is the worst hotel here in vegas outside of uh circus circus i have never been there to stay to stay don't, don't you bed yeah. bugs don't do that Ooh. uh you know when your mom used to say uh you know night night and she said don't let the bed bugs bite here in vegas that's a <laughs> legit thing <laughs> legit thing watch for it yeah when your hotel room is in a casino and you just paid 20 dollars for it i'm gonna say a hooker slept in your bed before you <laughs> how did you get herpes well you used the hooker's toothbrush okay what, what were you what were you thinking what were you thinking <laughs> You shouldn't have slept on that wet spot. <laughs> Man, yo, uh, when I first got here, I stayed at the Sahara for a couple of days because it got it tied into my my flight. Yeah, and then I stayed at the MGM Signature, which is basically private condos. Awesome. It's cheap because there's no gaming on it. Um, yeah. but uh, the Sahara in my hotel room, my feet got dirty. Oh, my wow. feet were were dirty. The bottoms of my feet walking in my hotel room were dirty. That's how you know you're in a shitty hotel room. <laughs> all right, so it's Logan Radio Rocks on all the platforms. Yes. I stream uh, 5 to 8 p.m. always Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays and Sundays um, on all platforms, like I said. And that is Pacific time, by the way. So if you're on the East Coast or worse, if you're one of my friends from across the pond, stay up with me. A lot of people do. It's a lot of fun. I even have people from Australia. Melbourne, baby. Melbourne. Nice. Because I, yeah. Uh, hanging out. So we're, we're live on all the platforms. I'm on all, every social media that you can imagine. And actually, right now, if, if you're watching this right now, can you do me a favor? If you're live watching this right now, 
do me a favor. Go to Logan Radio Rocks on Instagram and TikTok. There's a really cool G Fuel video that I shot at Walmart yesterday all by my lonesome about am I too old to drink G Fuel? Tomorrow afternoon, they're going to pay me for that video. So if you interact Fantastic. with that video right now, you, you like it, you comment with it, and you share, it will literally put money in my bank account tomorrow. And I can't thank you enough, okay? It Absolutely. means a lot. Uh, this business, by the way, is figuring out how to get $200 12 times a month. Okay, it's doing a bunch of little stuff that adds up to a bunch of really big stuff. And I believe in you and I know you can do it. So go to newhouse.com, go to newer.com, go to gfield.com, use code Logan or Logan Radio Rocks and start creating content today. Let's do it together. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> hey, hey, like I say, once again, I really appreciate appreciate your time and everything. I will be posting his socials all over this video and every platform that it's on. Um, you know, it, like I say, this is really, really good time. Make sure y'all join me next week. I will be doing a, uh, Volt. I have a Volt AMA. So Volt Enu, if you don't know what it is, you, you need to know Volt Enu is awesome. And I will be doing a Rio specific stream. So check it out next week, uh, 8 PM. And, uh, yeah, uh, it's been a great time. Thank you. This has been, uh, uh, powered by, uh, the, PlayNACL.com. Make sure you go check it out, man. It's a really good, great organization. Uh, the North, North American Collegiate League, uh, it's an esports entertainment organization that hosts video game tournaments, uh, league play for university colleges, offering scholarship prizes, and it's a broadcasting company, man. It, it We do great things over at the NACL. And um, yeah, it, Link's Crypto app also, that's my app. If you don't know, Link's Crypto app is my app. It's uh, number one, in my opinion, the number one DeFi portfolio viewer in the crypto space. Definitely yeah. check it out. Definitely now you know, neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got that reference. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Rio.stream, man. Rio.stream is one of the uh, newest growing uh, 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 streaming platforms where content creators get 100% of their tips, you know, on, on the major platforms, a lot of your tips, they take half, they take half of your tips with, whereas with Rio streamers get content creators, get 100% of their tips. Rio does awesome. not take a dime. Uh, definitely. Hey, did you up. hear about the new stuff with Twitch? I know you're, I know you're, I know you're closing out here, but did you hear about the new partner stuff with Twitch? No, not at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not going to be, it's not going to be concurrent viewers. You can do it the traditional way, but yeah. if you have, over 350 uh subscribers and uh and there's another and there and something else uh they will make you a partner now coming up oh, they're wow. changing they're changing it for creators like if you watch like jay flowers um i don't know why he's not not a uh, partner yet he averages somewhere between you know 70 and and 80 or whatever he's like in that range where it's been hard for him to actually get them to accept him but yeah. he's got over 400 active subs so he's going to be one of those people that wow. that benefits from that so if you're out there and you're doing stuff um just know just know there's other paths like i'm verified on kick but i only have like 160 uh followers on kick um yeah. And like, I think five, five active subscribers or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not crushing it over there either. But if you're in the right room with the right people, things will happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, man. man like I say, once again, thank you very much. Uh, like I say, well, uh, the, uh, one more uh, positive thing about Rio is that, uh, you know, because 
you know, with per what platform we're on, you have your different schedules with Rio. Uh, you can watch your favorite content creator from uh, YouTube and Twitch is, and they will be adding Rocky TikTok Radio here. Rocks. Yes, they will be adding uh, YouTube or uh, uh, TikTok here pretty soon. And uh, it, you get all your views, you get all your same views, you get all your analytics through that because they just use the APIs. And uh, like I say, the biggest thing, you get 100% of your tips. So I like that. Just very, the tips awesome. too. Yes. Just the tips. None of none of the other crap along with it. Hey, can, can just I do the my, tips? Just the tips. Can I do my little sign-off thing? Because it's fun. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, man. All right. Be good to yourself and be kind to others. Pay it forward. Play it forward. Rock like a party star. Party like a rock star. Smile strong. Laugh loud. And last but not least, please like, follow, and subscribe, kids. Hey, seriously, Vincenzo, it's been a pleasure, man. Yo, nothing but a pleasure. If you if yes, you sir. have me back. Definitely, I'll I'll go buck naked in my birthday suit next time. Hey, hey, I'm gonna hold you to I'm gonna hold you to that. Right, maybe we'll get a, <laughs> I don't know about it. Yo, I mean, if you, it sounds good because that is how comedy starts. Be <laughs> naked in a room with the lights on. That's where a lot of this comedy starts. I'm not gonna say I'm getting old. I'm not gonna say I'm getting old. But I, I've switched from lotion to neosporin because it heals while I'm using it, okay? That's a masturbation joke, kids. I'll see you later. Hey, we'll see y'all next time. Thank you. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and uh, we will see y'all later. Got a monster inside of me. You better watch out if you ignite me. The road ahead of full prophecy to be the greatest. Even when you feel low, you can still go Even when you feel slow, you can still go Even when there's no hope, you can still go I never answered a no, man, I still go Go, 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 go Hustle every single day I'll be making moves till I'm buried in my grave Through the system, I don't wanna be a slave I've been doing shit now